Welcome back, everybody. Before we get into today's show, I feel obligated to talk about the weekend we have in front of us because, boy, howdy, there are a lot of undeniably good times coming in the next couple of days. If you're watching this live... Uh, no, the, the, the nothing else, right? If you're watching this live on twitch.tv slash UGT show, tomorrow, about 40 minutes from the time we have right now, 4 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be launching the premiere of a brand new show. Abomination Vaults, because we're addicted to, like, kind of spooky... Just sort of LG adventures, or is it Paizo? There are a lot of other adventure no. paths that are not the ones that we there's, picked. There's we like, clearly have a type, man. There's know. like five adventure paths total ever made, and they're all spooky. <laughs> and they're all spooky. And then there's Age of Ashes. That's gonna start. <laughs> that's gonna start tomorrow afternoon. A whole new show, whole new cast of brand new characters. A lot of returning faces that I'm super glad to get back in the adventure and. A new person in the GM seat who definitely should have been there more than he has been. So it's Nick. Nick's GMing. We've, Nick's great. <laughs> we love you. You've seen this man in his encyclopedic brain. Now he gets to run an entire Pathfinder show, which we honestly really probably should have had him do a long time ago. Do you think that he's going to break down having to run a game for me? No. No. You don't think so? I think he is fully capable of handling <laughs> you. He deals with Jen every single day. But after, both of us. after that premiere tomorrow... The very next day, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, same time slot we've had it is Malevolence, but it's not just any episode of Malevolence. Tomorrow, we start a brand new show. The day after. The penultimate episode. We, no, no, no. <laughs> we end one. We got the premiere of Abomination Vaults going straight into the finale of Malevolence. It's a big weekend. Mm -hmm. Who's gonna survive? They haven't like fallen apart yet as a family unit. <laughs> Only almost died like 16 times. <laughs> he hasn't killed me yet. So like the, thanks the, to about 50 wheels. The so 30 minutes. The 30 minutes I've watched, they have grown closer as a family though. So, mm -hmm. it's well, a good show. You want to see how that ends or how a new adventure begins? We got a lot of stuff coming this weekend. But today, in the here and the now, we're back in Thrushmore. We're back in this humble little fishing village in Ustalav, which once housed the renowned Briarstone Asylum. I suppose technically it still does. The building is still there mostly. If it'll ever be serviceable again, it's going to be years, if not decades, of work. But you've left that behind. You've all come into this town that it's clear that you have spent a good amount of time in. You've made connections, you've met people, Marius less than the rest, but still, your journey brought you here just the same as everybody else's. You just, you know, remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. But not all of us are that fortunate. Some of the people we've met remember us fondly, some particularly fondly. A lot don't so much we faced everything we've come across as it came as the only way we can one problem at a time and as the party sleeps more or less peacefully one of you sleeping off an incredibly potent poison induced coma 
I'm gonna chalk that up to uh, one big whiff too many. <laughs> one big whiff too many. As we're sleeping this off, it is in fact a good and peaceful night. Two blesses. One for MD, one for Cammy. Me? Cammy. Oh my goodness. Thank you. You are now obligated to pull out your gun <laughs> and just blap somebody <laughs> with a 20. I want, the world needs to see it happen. Those are both coming from saying Fox 10. Oh, thank you. you. And there is uh, something a little bit better than that, too. Before you go to sleep, you're looking through, thinking about the uh, experience you've had, the things that you've come across, the things you've seen. Cammy, you're looking at these weird little buds that you found, these strange little rose buds mm. here, thinking about what you're going to do with them. And thinking about, well, the better goods that you found back in Daradella's cave. The, uh, yeah. The perhaps more personally useful yes. aids that you may have come across. <laughs> As you're looking across these, maybe it's, you know, mortal peril. Maybe it's just the stress of everything. Maybe it's, I don't know, something about your gnomish nature. Your weird magic, your connection to the first world, blue, even. But every time you look at that little bag of pesh that you've collected, it seems a little bit more off-putting. At least less tempting. It's not just two blesses. It's two blesses and a wheel. And coming through with this wheel here, you don't need I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm free! I'm free! Can't even run out of the house. I'm free! I'm free! You don't need it. Oh my gosh! Some part of you knows that's definitely not what it was for. (laughs) And you're a little bit almost disappointed in yourself for coming to that conclusion in the first place. And this kind of, like, moment of personal revelation. Again, whether it's the magic, the blue, or the stress, you really don't need it. You're not that addicted to pish. I'm not you can live. that addicted. <laughs> <laughs> you tried it a couple of times, and you know, it, maybe it was just that first initial rush. Oh, oh my first gosh. That the first high. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> don't worry oh about that God. anymore. I'm so proud of I you. I got wheeled into rehab. I got- <laughs> That's usually how it works, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an intervention. Oh my gosh, thank you. Oh, walk, you're goodness. walking to the house. We got to talk to you about your problem. <laughs> you're not oh the only one gosh. coming into some strange revelations yourself tonight, sitting sequestered in this little room in the cottage you've claimed for yourself as a visitor has once again come for easy, who is... This is just hilarious to me. Literally leaving his window a little bit cracked to make yeah. it easier for Reesey to get in. 
Got little water <laughs> cups on the <laughs> side. Out in case. <laughs> What's she, Santa? <laughs> Santa Risi comes cologne. to play. <laughs> Before that. <laughs> right, she shows exactly. up again, much as she had the uh, a few nights prior, uh, wrapped up in very dark leather armor that, in the scant moonlight, almost obscures much of her form. Helps her blend into the shadows. Hood up, mask over her face, but it's obviously her. And instead of, you know, taking you with knife point out of your wind, out of the window this time, he just invites you to come along with her. Put your shoes on. Even. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put my little leather armor on, too. It'll okay. Are you uh, grabbing anything? Are you just kind of putting on the armor and the shoes? Um, yeah, I'm just getting that. And just Fair enough. My, my fiddle and stuff, so I don't have my violin. That's what yet. I'm wondering. Like, are you bringing, like, your, your violin? Yeah, in case, you know. The moment is good for playing music. So it's like, <laughs> are you going to serenade your lady without your violin? This is this is like several minutes of you because you're putting on leather armor. Like that's not just a shirt. You don't just throw that okay. over your head. Like that takes a little bit. She's just sitting there by the window, and as you're strapping up this leather armor, she just leans her head in. Are you serious? But you're wearing leather armor. <laughs> she kind of rolls her uh, Wait, entire like... rolls her eyes so hard her entire head <laughs> goes back. <gasps> what do you think I'm going to do to you? No, I thought we were going to do something to other if people. If I was going to stab you, it would have been easier to do it before you even got out of bed. No, we're not going to. There's no one out in the streets at night in Thrushmore. Okay, then I could just leave the armor. <laughs> I thought we were going to be up to mission. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Steps aside. Average man with his average night. <laughs> just to be easy. Just to be easy for a day. <laughs> <laughs> you climb to the window and follow along with Reese. This time her just stoically leading a few steps ahead. Once you get moving away from the cottage, she just walks. She doesn't look back. She doesn't say anything. She just goes. So, uh, you, uh, like, if you're free tomorrow afternoon, we were gonna, like, take some of those hallucinatory, hallucinatory <laughs> mushrooms and go down to the park and just, like, hang out by the Stella and try to figure what? out, I don't know, this, the magic... I mean, if you want to hang out, just, it always we always like meet at night. Since you know you these people, you know Trey, Huglum, and everybody. Yeah, I, I do. Yes, we just hang I out like knew all, the time. all of you. But I, do you even know these people? Do you even know Huglum and Martin and Adelmay? A little bit, you know some stuff. A little. Yeah, we used to hang out at the stand. Nothing's come back to you, huh? Nothing's come back to you yet. No memories <sighs> rushing. You still don't remember who you were, who I am, even. We used to, like, work for the count. And I remember, like, MD, like, told me to do something. Um, Brick, like, gave me a job to find. I guess we were finding people. We would, like, abduct people or something. So I'm getting little bits and pieces. That's something, at least. And maybe if we hang out together, you know, all as a group, we could, like, remember more stuff. She stops for a moment. And just kind of turns back to you. I'd like to think we could. That's what I'm hoping for, anyway. But she sort of points. I imagine you just carrying your violin. I mean, I got a little strap. You got a little strap, just kind of on your back. So we'll kind of point the neck of it, then fucking over your, over your shoulder. Where'd you get that? So apparently, the violin I had was really valuable and important, or something. He said it like the person, because I just wanted a bow, and then the guy was like, "I gotta study this." He gave me like a loner. Your fiddle. The uh, yeah, the old violin. Is that something? All right, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, found it in the asylum. It's 
Apparently it's well made. But you remember how to play the thing, at least. It clearly calls you enough. You've gone through apparently two of them since whatever happened at the asylum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe this will work then. And she turns back and keeps walking. She leads you in short order back to the warehouse where she hauls the door open again just enough for you to slip inside and for her to follow. You seem to be able to access this way easier than I can. I know it's not sealed. By the way, I heard about that. I mean, your friends shouldn't come poking your heads in here if no one's bringing you. Don't cause any problems while we don't know what to think of you. Madison doesn't know if she can trust a lot of you. Can and we, I understand her. You don't even know who you are. Can we trust her? Well, I guess depends on where you think you can place your trust. Can you trust me? Yeah. Then yeah, you can trust her. Okay. And uh, she pulls the door closed behind you. It takes a moment, even from the dim light of outside, for your eyes to kind of adjust to the even darker interior of the warehouse. There's no torches or anything lit, just the little bits of light coming in uh, just around the cracks of the boards. Uh, it's pitch black for a moment as Reese lights up an oil lantern inside. And as she does, she illuminates another figure waiting inside here. What looks like a nine foot tall, just massive towering man. A huge black leather coat completely concealing his form and a wide brimmed hat of the same material perched upon his head. Excuse me. The light flickers across a truly unsettling <laughs> visage under that hat. A face that looks like it's mottled, half melted. Almost a cruel facsimile of a human face, more than something recognizable. As the hat kind of slopes down over one side of this view, you can see a bright yellow eye, dimly flickering in the light, visible. Nice hat. <laughs> He's standing the other end of the warehouse, maybe 20 feet from you, as Reese picks up the lantern and holds it. And just looks at him for a moment and then looks across to you. Yeah. And then back to this figure. Let me try mine first. And as she moves over back towards the goods, the crate at the side of the warehouse, this figure starts to take a big, heavy step towards you. And she immediately turns and whirls on her heels. Stop! I said, wait. And he looks at her and takes another step. And she immediately reaches back and draws a rapier out from the side of her belt. Don't make me ask again. You don't listen to me, you listen to this. He looks at her, looks at you, and waits. She moves over and pulls up a bundle, a couple of feet across, just wrapped in a simple hempen blanket and undoes it, revealing a, just the next in the infinite conveyor of violins that seem to be coming into <laughs> Easy's life here. It's a bit nicer than the one you currently have strapped across your back, but much more similar in make and in finish to that than to the one that you had left with the man back up at the market. And she carefully unfolds it, the bow next to it, and walks over and just sort of holds it out in front of her towards you. You recognize this at all? This is my old violin? Yeah, it was. 
I dare say you were closer to this thing than you were to me, or any other human for that matter. Well, sorry if that was like <laughs> causing a rift. Here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Take it. You pick it up in your hands. I mean, it feels as familiar as any other violin and any other instrument you've used, mm. but not really anymore, so. It feels natural, but clearly with the level of skill that you have with these instruments, pretty much anyone, any will. Anything? Yeah, it feels familiar. Is that it? Just... Look, this is plan A. I really want plan A to work. Does that give you anything, any recollection at all, any kind of memories? Can I close my eyes and focus real hard? Just, I'm going to do that, and I'm going <laughs> to play a tune to hopefully... I don't know, this person also looks... Everyone's looking really rough around these town. So I'm just going to just gonna be like, I don't know, uh, you got a bright yellow eye, and I don't know why, <laughs> but I hope you get better. Are you so. rhyming? Yeah, so here's a few letters. Um, don't die, big guy. <laughs> Anything? She just looks stark confusion. I'm casting soothe face. on this guy. Oh my god! Like, I'm, I'm casting soothe Which on also everybody. Rhymed. <laughs> so, does he feel it? Does he smile? You cast the magic, and you feel the magic reach out to this huge figure, towering up over the space. And it definitely lands. The spell affects him, but it's not like that weird lady where it like affects something else. No, you 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 feel it affect him, hmm. as it should. He does not react, save just the slightest tilt of his head. His expression unchanged. Yeah, that's the best I could do. Martin, please. Focus. There has to be something in that thick skull of yours left. Can I try reading the aura of my violin? Or detecting it magic? is completely non-magical. Is the guy magical? <laughs> you get a strange aura on the guy as you reach out. Something emanating out from him. It's not a magical signature so much like he is magical as it is just sort of around him, uh, around his coat, his body. It's potent. Strong enough that even just casting this radar, I actually need to make me a will save. Oh. Oh, no. That almost no, never no, happens. No. You're good at these. Okay, 16 plus 11 is 27. All right, 27 will succeed. Okay. You, uh, you resist it, but you feel something almost similar to, like, when you've been back at the asylum when you had done the ritual to pull yourselves into the Tatterman's dream. Something you haven't felt since you left Briarstone Island. Mm. Something? Well, that that no. looked promising. Yeah, this person's not uh, friendly. This person's trying to... It's got some spooky stuff going on. There's an old lady recently that mentioned Spectrus. Zamandor, all that stuff. I don't know. I think this is... Don't say that. Okay. Uh, Zaman, I, I just can't. don't even refer. Don't. I, I have you, did you? Oh, 
You went to Derridella, didn't you? Yes, yeah, so she's not alive anymore. Good, honestly. Should have done that months ago. She, like, one of our team members has the seed, she says. I'm going to wake him up at the bottom of the lake. Is he really at the bottom of the lake? Or is that like a figure of speech? I don't put too much stock in anything Derridella says, and you shouldn't either. But don't say no. that name again. Don't mention it. Don't think it. Okay. Get I said. And you... There's a lot at play here you can't understand. It's... Imp- Martin, I can't make you understand how important it is that you remember. Hmm. I can't even explain to you what I can't explain to you, but... If that violin's not doing it, I suppose it's plan B then. Yeah, we hang out in the park tomorrow. And she looks over (laughs) towards the man. Oh. Oh, Just closes her eyes and bows her head. It's a double day. Fine. I'll try Madison's way then. And he takes a step forward. Uh. (laughs) As he walks up towards you, Racy just stands next to you, and you can see clear as day and trepidation in her face. She is not comfortable with whatever it is that's about to happen. She looks almost afraid. Something you haven't seen in her before. The figure looms more over you as he gets closer, his towering height more apparent until he stands just ten feet from the pair of you. His expression still unchanged, not a word passing his lips. As that mottled face just looks down at you. Am I going invisible? <laughs> you cast invisible? Yeah, I'm, I'm just out of there. And I do a nice step backwards. He doesn't do anything immediately, but Reese Rex, Martin! Martin, come on! I got scared. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys made me eat. <laughs> when you say something, her eyes sort of lock on to you. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> Martin, can you just what's what's gonna happen? Is this like the is this like the dentist where it's like it's fine? I'm scared. You but said you be, trusted me. I did. I just it's a fear reaction. It's not. Is it gonna hurt? I don't know. Is it for my own good? Is it something like? It's for, if it works. It's for the better, but I, it's not going to be pleasant. But just please, Martin, for me, if nothing else. Okay, I'll do it, but we should hang out during the day and you should meet my friends. We can get your mind back. We can hang out whenever you want. Okay. Please. Um, okay, I'll do it. Do you drop invisibility? Uh, Cause that's gonna last a, a minute if you don't, dis- 10 minutes if you don't dismiss it. Like you can, it's not a thing you have to focus on. It's a thing you have to like almost focus to yeah, I'm push back drop out. It. Okay. Throughout all of this, the man doesn't react. He just stops and he disappears, watches you two converse, and then just locks his eyes on you again as you reappear. He reaches up to the clasp of his coat. One heavy gloved hand. And pulls his coat open. And you see blazoned upon his chest a bright yellow symbol. Three-pronged whirling design that the instant you lay eyes on it, your brain is sent into a whirling rush of 
overwhelming stimulation. Make me a will save. Okay. 13 plus 11. 24. 24. As you look at this, it's all that you can see. You feel it searing into your eyes, into your mind. You see around you, this isn't like you're transported. This isn't like the ritual that sent you into a nightmare. You're here and the walls of this warehouse are just melting and falling away around you. The ceiling withering and retracting, revealing the view of that town. The yellow mist in every direction, the tower sat in the distance. This emblem you had just seen upon this man's chest now blazing from the very top of this tower, hanging in the sky, where so many times before you'd seen the moon just sitting there, cresting it. Looking at this symbol is almost painful. It's agonizing, it's it's overwhelming, but it's difficult to tear your gaze away from it. With a 24, you can just compel yourself to look away. What do you do? Am I in the town? You were in the center of that town where last you stood, you and your friends had faced down the Tatterman. Okay, I'm gonna, I guess on the way out is through, so I'm gonna head to the tower. You step forward. You don't look away from this, you go towards this. Well, I'm gonna look away, but towards. Like I'm gonna look down, but walk towards it. Like He's watching the tower's feet. I'm watching the tower's feet. You look down, you hear another voice unsettlingly familiar from behind you. Raise your gaze. That killed you. into it. Fine, everyone's telling me what to do. <laughs> I'll do, I'll look up, I'll look at it. The yeah. voice of the Tatterman is unmistakable. You look back up at this sigil. You feel his hand on your shoulder and just in the corner of your vision, you can see his gnarled fingers resting like a supporting friend walking with you as you move forward. Yes. Focus on it. Stare deeply into the sign. Focus about what it means. Look, Martin, please. Okay. And everything just goes black. Like I'm blind or like you wake up. You don't know how long later. It could have just been a second. Could be minutes, could be hours. But you are on the cold wooden floor of the warehouse. With Reese just kneeling in front of you. Martin, come on, please. Hey. I, oh, thank the gods. So how long was that? Oh. A few seconds, maybe. Okay. Is the big guy still here? And she just looks up past you. <laughs> okay. So there's a tower, and there's this symbol on this. Kind of what you saw, but did you remember anything? Did that bring anything back? It didn't bring back memories of not this weird town. Damn it! And she slams her fist into the ground. Damn it! Maybe I should visit the hill again? 
Because there's this lady that told me I lived in the hill and I should return. This old... You can't come back to Iris Hill. Not while you don't even know who you are. I'm sorry. Alright, plan C. And she pushes herself up her fist and moves back over to the stuff. Uh, pulls a dagger out from her belt and reaches down for a little pile into a little pile of bottles and alchemical supplies and just kind of starts looking through a couple of things where she picks up a pretty small little thimble undoes the stopper and just carefully starts applying whatever is in here to the edge of this little blade doesn't say anything she's just going you look over and you can see this man in the black still just looming over you so now like, like a mountain just looking down at you his coat closed again so are you like a contractor or like <laughs> oh my uh, gosh <laughs> like, do have i worked with you before have given name do, do you, the weather's crazy <laughs> it's pretty nice he doesn't outside. speak not to not without good reason anyway so he like works for you for us yes for us okay although that's not exactly how the relationship goes I suppose he helps us <sighs> alright I'll be back it'll make stays in the room next to yours yes um and she's heading for the door knife in hand <laughs> so yeah can I come with you do you want to take part in this? Um, I just want to, like, be... Stay here. I, stay no, I, I think I want to be... I'd just rather, like, see it, you know? Why? I don't know. I'd feel less bad. I don't like this any more than you do, but it's a long shot. Mine didn't work. Millicent's idea didn't work. It's plan C. Run this through Edelmay's throat, and maybe this all sorts itself out. Stay here. I'd feel pretty bad just hiding while you did all the dirty work. Like, I feel like we should do more like 50-50 in this serene. What are you going to add to this, Martin? I don't know. Like, if anything else, like, if everyone else wakes up, you, you'll be alone. You're stalling. With... What I'm saying is you'll be alone. With... There's like four other people in there. If it's just you, None of them I'm worried won't. about you, you know? None of them even noticed the first time I held you at a knife point. They won't find Edelmay till the morning. Long dead. I don't know. One of our things just turned into a ghoul, and he's pretty, he's got a big nose. He's, he can smell you. I don't even know him. If I have to cut him down, it's nothing to me. It's pretty tough people. All I'm saying is I back up. I'll be back up. I don't even have to be in there. Just be outside. Martin, she caused all of this. I don't think putting her down is going to fix it, but I don't know what else to try. We could go to the park. <laughs> what is the timeline so short on this? We have to do this like right now. Uh, we have to fix this sooner rather than later before it's too late. I don't know how much time we have, Martin. What if this is permanent? Permanent? What becomes permanent? But it's... I've been getting better. I've been remembering more stuff. Like at the park, I remembered when MB told me how to, like, to, to abduct people. She just has the knife. It feels like you're under a lot of pressure. Like, what's... Where is this coming from? Who's... Well, I don't want to do this either, obviously. We were friends once, all of us. But if putting her down will fix it, I'll do it. But what if it doesn't fix it? And then it was then at least I tried. Mm. Okay. 
I think you have to do that. But I want to be there. Let's go. No. I... I can't... trust you. I don't know what you'll do. I don't know who you're loyal to or what you actually know. I just trusted you implicitly with this big scary guy. <laughs> you don't trust me? I wish I could. Martin, I really do. Uh, well, I'm gonna go. And I just leave. I guess start. I start heading for the door. Because, <laughs> you know, kind of hurt when you said that. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. Uh, I'll be at the park tomorrow, but Whatever. She just kind of tosses the dagger on the floor and just reaches out and puts her on you. Just oh. hug. Hug. Drops her head on your shoulder. Pat her back. I'm sorry. I can't fix this, Martin. I don't know what else to try. Is Melison like, rushing? Like, like, what's the big... Is there, like, a deadline, a timeline? Like, why does this have to be now? It's not... Things are already happening. We can't stop now. We could probably stop things better if we're, like, unified instead That's of, like, fighting what, amongst what each other. What do you think I'm trying to do, you goddamned idiot? I am pretty dumb. <laughs> but, but I love this man. Please protect him. <laughs> Martin, you can't help if you don't even know what's going on. No, but I could And I can't even begin to explain it to you. It's... It's just... There isn't time. Don't come back here. Okay? Okay. Don't go to Iris Hill, neither. Alright, what if we just run away? What if we get out of this town? This town's pretty cursed. There's a bunch of weird, like, nine-foot-tall people, melting old ladies, lights. We just... I finished... We finished that play. The, the, the King in Yellow or the Yellow King? picks her head up and just looks at you, just we right face-to-face. We finish that. We, we go, we tour from town to town. We could run griffs. Like, we'll, we'll survive. You don't know how badly I want to take that over, Martin. I really do. I'm sorry. What's keeping you here? Some things are more important than what we want. Or what I want. Some things are just bigger than us. Well, I would disagree with that. <laughs> I know you would. It's not the first time we've had this conversation. You've offered it before. Oh. We'll see. So the play was for in the first place. That was the plan B. We just need the tall door or something and Yeah, we'll figure it out. Make a living somewhere else and Go cover a night. We'll be gone before they all wake up. I'm sorry I dragged you back into this. I can't, Martin. Not now. It's too late. I go. Go back to sleep. Oh, tell Madison it didn't work and just, I guess. Go back to not even remembering who I am. I mean, I don't have to re remember you to, like, know you. If we had time <laughs> to start over, but really, Martin, just... You'd suck it goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Just go. Okay. 
And she just lets go, takes a step back, and pulls the door open just enough. Take care. You too. If this all works how it's supposed to, none of what we do here will matter in a week's time. Well, I don't know what you choose to do anyway. I mean, I told you what I wanted to do. Uh, I don't know really what else to do. Life just kind of just happens. I've been promised a lifetime and more of excess and decadence. And if that doesn't include you, I don't even know what it is. When the king comes, we'll write this. But I have to finish that first. Well. Go, Martin. Okay. Well, this isn't buys. See you later. We'll see you after. All right. I'm physically like okay. <laughs> out the door. What? No, bye. I'll see you. <laughs> <Just close laughs> the door. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Brown walk back home. Yeah. <laughs> Take your way back. So you sleep with a knife, right? I sleep with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna knock on loaded Cammy's and under door, my though. pillow. <laughs> I'm gonna knock on Cammy's door though when I get back home. Okay. You go back in and then just like out in the hallway and Cam, you light sleeper. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and she snores. <laughs> Single lock and I hear like the, the hammer click back. What, what would yeah. a snore even sound like from something that tiny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually blue. That's actually You knock on the door and there's no response at all. She is uh not a light sleeper. <laughs> I'm gonna knock louder. <laughs> Make me a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> I make a perception check? Yeah. Okay. Here I go. Oh. Oh. Well. What? That's a 19 on 29. 29? You, you may be a heavy sleeper, but uh, you hear, I hear the so slightly good. more persistent knocking at the door. Of oh, my God. <laughs> the woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> The first one was just will... fingers. Give me, 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 and just kind of wrap herself and like grumpily come to the door and she swings it open and you just see like <laughs> just a little yeah. nugget, <laughs> just it's a, a wide, twice as wide around as can be usually. Wait, is wait. I'm sorry to wake you. Oh, uh, I think we should have an emergency meeting. I think we need. I have like a little cup, and I just start hitting it. I take the cup. I throw it. It shatters. That's certainly less loud. Uh, those of you in the living room where the cup lands are immediately startled awake by this in the head. Emergency meeting. Oh my god! There's an imposter among us. Emergency meeting. I just fell asleep. I just, got, I just got here. There's this kick tray in the foot. What time is it? <laughs> Bedtime. It's late. What kick tray in the foot again. Right. EZ wants to have an emergency meeting. Kimmy, you're in danger. Well, I'm awake. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 armor on. This way to go. Just stands up. The armor comes out of his clothes. <laughs> the, the blankets drop off, and then he's fully suited. Red Destiny in hand. <laughs> Uh, I'm in danger of not getting my booty my beauty sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Listen, I want to go. Out. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just think we should all sleep in the living room and be on high alert. I just got back from. Well, you know how I saw that old lady who like put me in a weird, like dark prison for a little bit. <laughs> You're okay. having a you terrible just, night. Right. <laughs> I need you. To, Are you saying you snuck out again? Well. Yeah. If well, this is about your your side piece or whatever, I don't want to talk about this right now. I want to go back uh, to it's bed. It's with Melison. You sh- did you? Well, because because she, she kind of works for her, and then she has it out for you, Melison. What <gasps> in the hell are we talking about? We need, we need you to start from the top. So no, no, I need you to start from the cave. From the cave <laughs> where you went to sleep. He's How like did we just get back? <laughs> oh yeah, you just woke he's up. Finally <laughs> sober again. He's been he's, uh, oh yeah, we poison coma. Yeah, we killed the lady that poisoned him. A glass yeah. of water, as you should. Um, also, she, I'm she back. Said, she said some crazy she, stuff. We're not surprised you're back. Yeah. Yeah, but she also she, Melison and, and Reese didn't like her either. So we kind of did something for them. But Melison doesn't like you, and then. Um, Drawing a chart of everyone's names and yeah, got like, the red threads, green yeah. threads, and, and they think that Cammy dying might fix things. Um, what? no, no, yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know what else what fixes things? things? Reese's a good person. She's just under a lot of pressure from Melison. So we kill Melison, yeah. and the problem goes away. That's what, what I'm. Why thinking. would killing me fix fix what? It doesn't. I don't know. I think. Well, I am. Maybe, <laughs> I'm starting to think we start. We did some magic ritual or something. We're part of some stuff. We, I saw this big guy that also like sent me to the town. They have a lot of people working for him. They're like demons or like weird monsters. We're in the town. The other one, the dream town. The one How with the drunk big tower. are you? I'm not. That's the thing. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is we need to just sleep together in the living room and be on high alert. Because they're going to come kill me? They're, they're, they're going to come kill you. No. <laughs> um, I want to do more than just sleep in the living room. <laughs> well, cause the thing is, I've been in my own room and I've been abducted twice. <laughs> so being in our own room separately is not. Why safe. would they kill? So if so, so it's my fault then. Is the whole? I don't know. Doomsday. You got some stuff like, going on. I don't know what uh, I don't know what you've <laughs> done in the past. Because everything we've learned about our past selves is not great. So who knows right. what past Cammy did? Cammy. You're sleeping in the living room. We're putting your bundle of blankets back on the bed. It's a what sleep- does the blankets have to do with this? <laughs> so it looks like you're in the bed. Oh, true. <laughs> I, I, yeah, sleep. It's a sleepover. It's just pretending to. Sleep. We're just gonna An grab emergency a pillow sleepover. and put it on the Wait. top of the giant bundle of blankets. Now Cammy's gone. No. <laughs> have you closed you your window? Her. Okay, you her I'm gonna her go close it right now. And take his bundle of blankets. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the bed looks like she's in it, we just need a pillow under the blankets. Easy. As you slip back into your room, just going to you know close the window, it's still open from where you left, you see that there is a bundle of papers on your bed. A loosely bound, coverless 
book. Like half an inch thick. Okay, I... On the cover, in a bold typeface, it says The King in Yellow. Is it the play? Is it the rough draft of the play? Sure looks like it. You uh, you flip it open to look and write on the inside of that cover. Big letters, hence uh, a different, a very kind of flowing but large script written somewhat hastily. Don't underscored three times. Trust her. Okay, I'm gonna. Put that in my pocket. There's a lot of hers. Yeah, <laughs> that could be anyone. Melison or Kami or Reese. No, or... not that one. <laughs> That's the one that checked off the list. Yeah, <laughs> completely trustworthy. Okay, put that in my pocket. All right, and I lock the window and I go back to the living room. How? I lock my window. Um, I'm gonna put my armor on. It's Just... like midnight. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in his we, arm. You go back to sleep. We should probably just. Take well, shifts. I don't know. If, oh. Exactly. Yeah, you you two go back to sleep. To be fair, I've already gotten I've, like four um, hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're pretty rested <laughs> we, at this point. You're good wait, to go. We, we'll take shifts. Okay. Wait. Do you think this is like about like the thing that I told you about? Probably. Okay. It's all connected somewhere or another. Cause then, like, should ever if it's. Like, my, should everybody be around me if I'm unconscious? Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The worst you did last time wasn't that bad. I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of pass my file around. It's like, I just want everybody <laughs> to be on the same page. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that this All would right, be All right, my new bodyguard bridge. team, here you go. <laughs> yeah, no, everybody can take a look at this if you want. We I don't care, but, oh, um. boy. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Whoever wants to look, yeah, go for it, dude. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> they were putting me under security. Um, so I kind of was hoping that I could stay in the other room so, like, nothing crazy would happen. Um, I mean, I mean we slept near each other in the asylum. What almost is, every single night. What is the layout of her room? Does it also have like a easily you know, almost window? identical to what easy has been staying at? It's just a small bedchamber with a single window face on the same wall. Yeah, I would that, feel uh, much safer with all of us in the same room. It says mostly harmless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but on the second page they put me on a on a danger threat oh, level. Green okay. level. Green and is then a there fun it color. says, "Don't talk to me alone." Is this and then your <laughs> SCP containment file. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I love how like it says, she's don't so, remove so from solitary ward. The first thing is beat up a bunch of people on entry. <laughs> yeah. You just beat up all the orderlies. Like yeah. I took down multiple orderlies. <laughs> I think we're fine. We're <laughs> fine. Cami hasn't done anything to harm us yet. A little, a little bit though. That Not one time, really. like I think I mean, a bunch. To be hundred percent fair, we really don't know that. <laughs> yeah, but you can't hurt. You can't take care. You can't take us all out. No. We'll all be fine. Someone will no, be, no, someone I don't like the way that you said that. Now it feels like it's an insult. Would you feel safer if you're like in a cupboard? Um, I could put you I clear out a cupboard. <laughs> kind of. Actually, yeah. That kind of sounds... Just pick her up and just this is what you cupboard. were concerned about? You made a nest. Yeah. Why? That's what I'm saying. Because... 
because everybody else's was like just like in normal. We have done in worse. normal asylum, and then this one was like, don't don't talk to her alone. I tried to explain. Don't to mess her with that. Like she's in solitary. We have literally done worse, conscious, than what that says. I cut someone's I, tongue out. There's it's, a, an, it's just it, it kind of it kind of paints me yeah. out like some sort of nuclear bomb or something. So I've, I was a little concerned. <laughs> I'm a biohazard. <laughs> this is an intervention campaign. <laughs> Either way, I want to live in the cupboard. Yes, thank you. That's actually a, <laughs> sets up a nice little nest in this cleared out cutter like cutter like uh, cupboard. Just it's moving all the little pans high. and no pots one would out think of it. To look for up high. I scramble my little legs kicking to get in that thing. And you've got a nice little security <coughs> box that you can sleep in here, at this least is, a little bit hidden. Actually, perfect. It's just kind of a great size. Cupboard does not come with a lock. Well, Some cupboards do. I mean, you can, like, tie it closed. It's like two doors yeah. with knobs in the front. So you can That's <laughs> not conspicuous. <laughs> you've barricaded yeah. a oh. cupboard. <laughs> Nothing in here. The rats, man. The rats are really bad. Covered. Don't look in this don't. cupboard. Don't barricade. Don't dead Kimmy It's just door. normal <laughs> rice and beans. Out of order. Yeah. yeah. Don't no, it, dead over no, there. No, if you tie the bottom the cupboard, Cammy. they'll never think to look in the top With cupboard. With Cammy tucked away and <laughs> you having Stored. learned what you can for tonight, it seems, it is still very much late. There's little left to do, but head back to sleep. We'll just, you yeah. were, we'll just take shifts. I'll quite rudely interrupt it. A watch sounds like it's very much in order. So taking your turns, uh, watching over everything, Trey can pretty much take all of it today as he's slept through most of the afternoon until now, thanks to his poison hangover. The rest of the night would pass largely without incident. Easy. When you get your eyes closed and you get back to sleep. Not in my room, in the living room. In the living room. Yeah. You would dream of that town. Dream again of that yellow mist, of that tower. But now, with that whirling three-pronged sigil just hanging above it, illuminating the whole of this strange village and its mists, the source of the yellow tinge throughout all the fog around Hey, you're making a stress check. Mm-hmm. You know, that was coming. It's been a stressful <laughs> night. I was like, there's no way we're getting out of this. Okay, 13. Okay. Oof, he didn't need any more. been no. waiting for that check. He's there was a, just no way that was all going to pass <laughs> with no check. But the following morning, it would be a bit late for you to all get your decent amount of rest in. You would be rising a little after the sun to ready your things, to prepare to face a new day in Thrushmore. And to do what, exactly? I gotta go pick up my club. That's true. A visit to the market seems like it's in order. Yeah, I need to get my As, uh, You need to get We've your violin back. You've gotta get your club. We have to go do mushrooms. We have to go do shrooms. <laughs> We're, gonna go do... We're gonna go get high in front of an obelisk and see if it does anything. Over her addiction. <laughs> She's, no, 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 uh, I'm thank fine. you for your wheel. She wasn't addicted to drugs for <laughs> one real life hour. Uh, <laughs> it's for the. It's. I'm trying to get the cutscene. It's like a shaman. <laughs> She's trying to 100% speed run. She wants the true ending. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm being diligent. That's what this. If that's your first order of business for the day, you could certainly pick up We're some food. We're not doing shrooms on the way up. At I'm at 10 the, in the, morning. the market being your first <laughs> oh, order. Of I should have read Destiny today. back to Trey. I would, that happened at some point. When oh, I, was I have to get the the runes transferred. I would like to, if I may. Um, my plan was to maybe get a little pot and put it on my windowsill, but I don't have one anymore. So I assume that maybe there's maybe a window above the sink. Is there a ye old sink? I want yeah, to there, plant. There, I want to take a... up gardening. <laughs> I want to take up this gardening. Oh, that kind of pot. Okay, <laughs> that's one, fair. You have a. Uh... Not the pot I thought we were talking about in the previous conversation. Yeah. I thought you were just referring to Pesh. Guys, give sweet. me a chance. I thought you were referring to Pesh as your pot, and then I no, got there. she's a sweet, <laughs> innocent gnome. I'm trying to grow I'm really wholesome. <laughs> in a pot, you know. if you catch my drift. Oh, my oh, my God. God. Rose. Just just rose. Rose. Yeah, the, the living room would have numerous. The living room's got several windows. Okay, uh, there okay. is one above the stove so in the, the kitchen. There were a couple. Yeah, there would certainly be. There's even a wider window in the main like sitting area where you could certainly fit a little... You're using like a cooking pot to, to grow stuff out of because that's, that's the thing that you have. Yep. So that sounds great. Then, then that is exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> this is this is pure. Our only cooking pot. Don't care. Pure <laughs> cami energy. <laughs> Just take a cooking pot from the cupboard you cleared out. Go outside. Dirt and stick one of your weird little rosebuds in it and call it a day. <laughs> I look at her like, don't touch it. It's mine. So I touch it immediately. You get your grumpy hands. You you put it in the ground. Just like you're trying to grow it. Put it in because the pot. Because you're not, you're not like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was because you see, you got some intel about what it does. Are you trying to do that? Or are you. Yeah. Okay. Do I need a bigger pot? No, you're, you're fine. Okay. I, was just, I was just clarifying. Because <laughs> uh, you've got two of them. You're putting one in there? I'm putting, I'm doing one. Just one. So far. Tell me your process. I feel like I'm getting tricked. I'm going to plant it. You have it a pot. And you gotta get some dirt. What do you tell me a story, Cammy? How your, would you plant? I, a I plant? feel like I'm being pranked right now. <laughs> What's going on? I'm planting it. There's the camera there. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the do I need to plant it outside? You just uh, what so is the role to identify this thing? You just, I can always move it. You just I'm planting go, it. You just go, you fill a pot with some dirt, and you just pop the rosebud in there. You, you bring it. Do you I pop, tuck it in nicely. Okay. Before or after you put it up on the windowsill? <laughs> um, <laughs> what is He needs happening? an order of operations. Okay. I think that I would. Now I feel like I'm overthinking this. Don't worry I, about here's it. what I feel like was going to happen. I That's get the pot. Uh-huh. I get dirt in it. Do dirt in the pot. Um, and because I don't, I guess I'll take it to the counter and I'll get some water in there okay. and I'll scoop some and I'll put the seed in while it's on the counter. So you're okay. all getting ready in the morning <laughs> to head out to the market and you see Cammy come up with a cooking pot full of dirt and okay. she just puts it on the counter, gets some water. Just the one the in toddler. case I mess this up, okay? Put, put some water in the thing. The toddler's making breakfast. She takes... <laughs> She <laughs> takes one of those little buds you found back in Daredevil's cave and pushes it into the dirt. And no sooner does she pull her hand back than a rose bush explodes Whoa. out of the pot. It, you see the part where it says instantly? A yes, rose I bush see that. Yeah. bursts out of the pot. You hear a sound of metal cracking and breaking as roots punch through the cooking pot. I didn't think it was splitting that big. It into pieces. And a rose bush the size of this desk, maybe like 
three Why is it feet that big? across <laughs> in a round. It's a bush. Poof! In the middle of the room. Into existence. In the middle of the room, above the counter. I need everybody to make me a will save except Cammy. Oh, okay. Well, that's not so bad. <laughs> good job, buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. 10 plus 11, 21. You're good. I got a 11. You fail. Yeah. I got a 16. You fail. I got a natural 20. You're good. Natural 20? Yeah. Great place to use that. Yep. Uh, as it pops, <laughs> obviously all of your attention is drawn to whatever the hell just happened in your little kitchen area. But Trey and MD, you are fascinated by this rose bush. You can't take your eyes off it. You two are just staring. It's impossible to focus on anything else in the room. It, it you two are just that. staring because of the situation, I imagine. But you two are magically staring. <laughs> I just thought that it says tray. magically captivate. I just thought it would be pretty. Yeah. It, <laughs> it smells so nice. Uh, yeah. Elbow tray. Nice rose bush. Like, uh, you grow yourself. That's real nice. Good. Real good. Real hey, Cammy, as you look, you can color. you can tell that. Well, obviously, everybody oh, is no. looking at you. On account of what just hey, happened. Hey, hey, hey! These two. I have hobbies. Strong. Roots. Their eyes are a little glazed over. Mm -hmm. They are entranced uh, by this bush. Strong roots. Yeah, uh, uh, stop that. You guys. Good leads. Stop that. It's a good counter. Stop. Um, I don't understand. It's a good place to plant the bush. <laughs> Beautiful. I like Don't the look at it like, like that. No. The, flowers, the red and the white. No, I don't want it. this. It's I'm going nice to try and take it outside. <laughs> I don't want this in here. You are trying to move a full-sized You heard me. thorny rose bush. It is a rose bush. You saw what happened with the blankets in you. What's funny about all this is in my file of MD's inner thoughts, I wrote right here, I like Flowers. <laughs> 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 Cammy, make me an athletics check. I will. Those, those things got It's bigger than too. you. That's it's okay. <laughs> I'm a gardener. Gardens happen in the garden. Okay. It's a 19 on the die. She's the strongest. So an 18. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mostly leaves. It's not that heavy. It is huge and unwieldy, but like it's. It is mostly leaves. It's not super heavy. You pick it up, the remnants of the pot still punctured through, clinging to its roots, and Just you fine. carry it and haul it towards the door as this effect seems to start to wear off after a few moments across Trey and MD. And uh, it's very thorny. You take two points of piercing damage. That's fine. Uh, just, I, I, I'm willing oh, you to You know what you got to do. You got to kill the bush. Get a little bush now. No, hey, Hulk no, 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 please. I attack the bush. <laughs> she technically hurt herself by doing that. And start trying to shove it through the front door, which was not meant to accommodate a bush being hauled through it. Uh, it's I'm just sipping coffee. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, did the bush like it's manifest? How do you survive in a manicured way, or is it completely natural looking? It is a fair. It's like a wild rose bush. It's it's fairly like contained to a shape. It's not doesn't have any like single branches or anything winding way off in one direction, uh, but it is not like manicured into a ball or a square or anything. It is like a wild wreath of roses and thorns. Hey. Um and. With some effort, you wrestle it out the front door and into the <laughs> Like a the giant yard. Christmas tree. Like, <laughs> like, like, you need a bigger pot, Tammy. I, I, it's an outside plant now. <laughs> <laughs> a short-lived inside plant. And it is, it's a it's, guard dog. It's, the magic having flowed out of it, it is now just a rosebush. Oh, oh it's, it's done. Well... <laughs> we'll plant it in front of the house, I guess. Not even our house. Do I get to unfold this thing now? <laughs> well, you've seen what it does. That's what you know. You could make an. I could give you another nature check to see if you could figure out like some more about it because. <laughs> could I try to plant outside? Can I try to flip a rose? Like, give me, not for indoor <laughs> use. Give me a nature check. 
I'll give you. Oh, you were fascinated. I'll give you yeah. a nature check. What's your modifier? Minus one. Shut the hell up. Do it. Cammy lifted it out of there. You, it's a rose bush. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was fascinated. I didn't see that happen. I just look over and like. But uh, what? what's your nature, Cammy? My nature, my nature is a ten. Charming. Plus ten. Oh. That is. Yeah, it's certainly interesting, but it is a weird thing, and the magic left it so quickly that it's it's hard to assess what specifically it exactly happened. Could I try cutting any... a rosebud off just to... Sure, you can you cut a rosebud off. You have a rosebud now. Propagate? Can we get like a, with it with, are there with seeds? reading aura and detecting magic? The bush is entirely non-magical now. No. It is just a rose bush. The, the roses are in bloom. They are bloomed. Yep, fully bloomed rose out of bush. season. I'll plug out of season. Out of season. Yeah, it probably isn't going to stay that way for long. So it's not magical. Yeah, but There's for now no you've got more roses. strange buds on the plant. You had two little strange buds. No, I didn't make seeds. It did not make more strange okay. buds. See, now, imagine, now imagine. I just want to take this and plant it in an earth elemental and see what happens. You're <laughs> fascinating earth elemental. <laughs> <laughs> His head just explodes. <laughs> oh. Got him. I'm gonna I hope you're ready for the responsibilities of caring for I'm just leaving him on my bed with a note. I trust you. <laughs> She's a not little back. heart. As spray, you spray all a little perfume on it. <laughs> come outside trying to uh I mean I imagine Cammy just kinda of stepped out the door, then like dirt. And then uh come back Step inside. outside, just throw it down and walk <laughs> away. Stepping outside trying to find a place to put this. You move around to the uh where you can see the back side of your cottage. And you can see something has appeared. Yellow, almost chalk fresco of a strange town set on almost more of a mountain than hills. Something very similar to the drawings you would have seen in Zandalus's art back in the asylum has appeared across the back wall of your cottage. Oh, that reminds me we never got, we never met with that or painter guy again. I mean, it's only been like three days. It's been a long three days. It's been a very long three days. Didn't he say any time this week? Pretty much. Yeah, I guess we're not late. We gotta run by the sleepless agency to report in about the witch lights. Maybe you should pay us. Go back. We gotta go to the market today. You didn't hear anything last night? No, not really. And it wasn't like this when you left, right? I, I assume I This heard. is the outside of the wall to your living room. His, I, that I, this I has been scrawled on. Because I, I was away for the whole Because your cottage, yeah, it's only three little rooms. It's just a living space and then two little single bed chambers on the bottom side. That's not a big place. It's not even a bathroom. Nobody heard that. There's not a separate bathroom. No, it's an outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, ignoring the weird stuff that's happening in this town every single day. What do you want to do about it? I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't want to ignore it. <laughs> um... Is be? it safe for us to stay here? Like, that kind of feels like we're being marked. Well, that has been appearing all over town, so it, it could has. be a coincidence. Oh, but it's like appearing on our house, like, after after where people else, are going to come kill me. Where else do you want to stay? The Temple of Phrasma? I just kind of gesture at the ghoul standing right next to me. Oh, yeah. I don't know, we meet but them? I don't feel good. We are can worry like, about it tonight. Are they like coming to kill me soon? I mean, I think if you really want general, to, you can go stay in the cave there. You've that. seen that it can, it is just like chalk. It can be washed off. Yeah. You've seen people doing that throughout the village. That's not, it's time. not my it's, cottage. I'm it's not, not hard to get rid of. It's just, it's, it's a pain. Well, if it makes you pain. feel safer, we can just go sleep in the cave Daredella was at. 
That's a little um, ways out of town. Yeah. I don't know. Would have had a real nice scythe trap to protect you, too, if you hadn't broken it. Oh, we can fix that. <laughs> yeah, it's easy crafting check. I'm not, I'm trained in that. What was your first objective? You headed into the sleepless agency or you heading up to the market to pick things up? Go to the sleepless agency. I think it's closer. Sleepless agency is much closer. Yeah, give the market some time to wake up. Oh. I also want to transfer my rune. Market. Something you can certainly do today as well. Or easily find someone to do for you either way. You would. Eventful morning behind you now. The Rosebush incident having come to a close. It's a typical day. I'm really glad I did that. Make your way. <laughs> we learned. We learned a lot I about ourselves learn. in this one little weird road, Rosebud. Make your way to the bridge that leads pretty much straight across to the main heart of Thrushmore and the Sleepless Agency building standing right on the other side. And as you get about halfway across this bridge, and you're in view of the front of the Sleepless Agency the whole time as you walk towards it. It's just right at the far end. The bridge almost serving as a huge walkway straight up to it. You see the front door of the agency open and winter emerge. The traveling cloak around here is always simply making her way down the steps and towards the bridge and the group of you, ostensibly. You, I assume, have your hat on and don't yeah. look like Marius. <laughs> and also, still probably just going to be trying to be a little bit behind somebody, just to... suspiciously. What's, what's your new name? Uh, Mario. I had, I had a Mario. name. He's a plumber. Did I write it down? He's frantically flipping through his notes. Mario pulls out a notepad. Where, where did we meet him? Mario. Oh, I know. It's fine. We need a backstory. <laughs> we met him in town. Uh, Lawrence Breakstone. Lawrence Breakstone. So you still look like a dwarf, just not Marius? Or you look yeah, like I'm going to look like uh, this, like one of my neighbors from my town. Okay, fair enough. You make it to about the far end of the bridge around the same time winter comes down, and by this point, clearly, she's seen the grip of you. It's, she's looked up from her uh, her steps and smile across her face. She raises a hand to greet the group of you and just kind of looks across the party. Uh, the four of you and this new person. Uh, and her hand kind of goes up to her pendant. Uh, 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 um... Who's this? Top, good morning to you. Good to see all of you were still hail and whole. A welcome sight as the rising sun. It's good to see you this morning. And she cocks her head a little bit towards Marius. Hi there. Looking at you, and you see her eyes glance at your hat and back down at your eyes. No, no, no. I don't believe we've had the pleasure. And she steps back and does, like, a big formal curtsy with her cloak and stands back up. Lady Winter Clasco, Priestess of Phrasma. I'm Lawrence, Lawrence Breakstone. I believe in customary introduction, one would remove one's hat, Sir Breakstone. I'm self-conscious, I got a bald spot. <laughs> Does someone wanna? I'll do it. It's, it is, this is explicitly, obviously deception, but this role I would absolutely take diplomacy because you're not necessarily trying. You can deception is you are trying to sell this lie. I've already lied to her like, once. Come on, like you know she knows. Just like please, I would take either route. I'll, what are you I'll, doing? I'll do deception. You try deception? Yeah, I'll help sell the story. And I will reroll that four. Because my modifier is not bad, but a four is bad. Thank you, Arcadis. 
And that is very much a thank you, Arcadis. Okay, thank you, Arcadis. To a five. Sixteen. Sixteen. She just closes her eyes and lets out a big sigh and just slumps a little. I know that you all mean well. I know you do. But there can be no good found in undeath. Phrasmus' first doctrine, a bet not be unliving. I mean, religious differences happen, and you know, society gets gets through it. You know, just take not off your hat, Arius. Even if you know there's no good me taking it off right now. So you have turned. The scene was what it looked like then. Uh, Marius died a hero and was reborn a hero. Uh, no. The original scene is what you about approximated. It wasn't an accident. I, I have control. Still. For now. And just even as she says that, you are not sated at the moment. You are currently, I mean, you even when you're sated, you're always feeling this draw. Yeah. Rushmore's ales are many. It's problems increasing by the day. I, I cannot risk a cool outbreak being another. We can't allow this, please. You have to understand. You've seen what can happen. You were there. You had to stand against it already. You would let it happen again? Mm, I'm pretty sure we'd stop it. I feel as though we need Marius with us more than he needs to be dead. But I've already told him once, if he becomes a problem, I will cut him down with haste. Do you know how many times the story has been told? Time and time again. This is how near all of them start. A ghoul alone can't fight a village, a city. It's this trust, this allowance, still seeing the face you think you know, the visage you can recognize across an undead abomination. Even if parts of his mind remain for now, this is not the Marius you knew. Neither was Denman, and we let Denman back. You didn't trust us Denman when you first met us. Denman isn't contagious. If he loses himself, it couldn't cripple an entire city, or worse. Winter, are you willing to take his place and drop everything you're doing and help us with a quest that we don't even know yet to figure out who we are? You know I can't do that. Then we need him temporarily at best if I lose myself you can do what needs to be done but I'm I'm still me right now By then it may be too late if you've kept your mind that the risk of ghouls is that you keep your skills you keep your power and obviously the group of you are beyond formidable we know that we've seen what you can do now imagine that force perverted for that for undeath 
Do you understand the risk you are taking? You can't. You can't understand. The risk is that if he loses himself, everyone dies. It's fairly cut and dry. Then how can you allow this? There are how? other forces at work here that give us that same threat. Call it selfish, but I worry more about what I don't know than the village dying. I cannot simply walk away from this. I don't want you to walk away. I want you to wait a few days. The whole village can't die in three or four days. I've seen it happen in fewer. Winter, I need you to trust us on this. He's got four people guarding him. He has a very short leash. Somebody give me diplomacy. It's gonna be a little harder because you already tried the trigger. Not intimidation. I mean, if you want to go intimidation, you could do it. I will but... aid with intimidation if you want to do diplomacy. Yeah. I'll put good cop, bad cop. I'll allow it. Yeah. Let him aid first. Uh, doesn't succeed. Doesn't fail. Okay. Uh, Twelve plus ten, so twenty-two. Twenty-two. Pray, Mother, forgive me for my chosen moments of blindness. But I do suppose I owe you at least this. I'm trying to find Accuser Omari. And I have no direct leads on where she's gone, so. Rince has no idea. Some mixing conversations. The woe we fight her right now. Against all better judgment I can even imagine, I will trust you. I won't trust him. I can't. I don't have that in me. But I will trust the rest of you to do what must be done if needs be. I'm sure you saw some of the ghoul corpses we left behind. And she uh, reaches back into a satchel and pulls out two crystal flasks. Narrow necks and wide bases. Fairly ornate. Glass stoppers atop them. It helps. Blessed waters. Potent ones at that. And in a wheel from Sandfox 10. <gasps> Winter will, in fact, walk away. Big thank you there. Thank you. <laughs> I'm headed to Fort Halicorse to see if the guard sheltered within knows anything about Accuser Omori. If you hear anything about her, anything who's anyone who's heard about her investigations, please. Let me or let Lady Rents know so she can relay to me. What was that name again? Accuser Omari. Accuser Omari. It's 
they would know it's the reason that Winter had come here. And you would probably heard some talk of this. It was the, uh, the royal accuser, I think kind of the Ustalov FBI, okay. that had come here to investigate the Count and brought Winter from her cloister up in Kalitas, the capital. And with this eye, Winter will leave. Thank you for walking away. I only hope I don't make a terrible mistake by doing it. It won't be your mistake. It'll be ours. No. It will well be mine. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to just walk to I'm just going to keep walking. They're just two holy waters. They are two. They're upgraded holy waters. I'll get you stuff for them. But also, Scott in South Dakota. Trey's still suffering from his poison-induced coma, so a hero point's needed. Hand this over to him. And as you guys head up to the Sleepless Agency, what's that? <laughs> Strike true. You've got one chance, so make it count. We're going to take our midstream break here. A very needed wheel <laughs> for that one, surely. We're going to stand up, stretch our legs. It'll be about 10 minutes. We'll have a timer on the screen. You can... <laughs> Derp looks like he likes that one. This guy, I know that That's face. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one seems particularly potent. That is... And Classmite was okay? Classmite's bad. What? Do you Cla understand what Classmite does? Classmite is a plus two to all skill checks. It's your core stats. Your core stat is strength. That's supposed to do attack and damage, my guy. Two checks based on the key ability score of your class. Yeah, attack... I guess not damage, but attack rolls are a check. So is athletics. This is way better. I'm scared of that card now. Yes. Don't go too far, <laughs> Even everyone. Considering. Just get some drinks, use the bathroom. We'll be back shortly. <laughs> I'm scared. Now. He's about to use that card for a reroll. That's all it's gonna be. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I will die before this is a reroll. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Thanks to a very fortunate wheel. As we come back into the show here, we find ourselves simply parting ways with Winter Glaska, the priestess from the chapel back in the asylum, and heading up towards the doors of the Sleepless Agency to report back with what we have. We've been through this song and dance a few times now, opening the front door. Meg answering, and you expect a reception much like... Well, I guess you've... You haven't. I don't think you've actually ever been here when we go into the Sleepless Agency. I think that's ex lined up perfectly with the sessions that you couldn't be here. I, I forget. I think I was here for the... the you were here before the adventure. No, I, I think I was here for the one where you, you turned yourselves in, or I don't know if I yes. stayed outside. Maybe. The one where I confessed my oh, sins. Yes. But yeah. the group of you are quickly brought once more back up to Lady Rance's office. Sat in her study across the table from her. I imagine regaling her with your tales of your adventures in Daredevil's cave. I'll assume you've been pretty forthright with her so far, unless there is anything you explicitly don't want to share with her. The ghoul in the room. Okay, well, I mean, like, that's about the Derridella and about the cave that you had found. I would assume that you're telling her everything about that. Crazy halfling. Do Crazy we want to tell her about the seed? Yeah. Is kind of my question. The seed, the innermost blot. Who has one hero point right now? 
Me. You've only got one? Okay, because Lucidio hit us with it. Now everyone has two, and I'm like, I can't see the All counters. Right, I'll, so yeah, I'll there you go. Take a double. Thank gotcha. you. Oh. Ah, don't throw it. I didn't throw it. Desperate swing. <laughs> this had better hey, work. All your things punches. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Strike true. You've got one chance. Make it count. Desperate swing. This had better work. <laughs> oh my god. We're building a theme. They're the same card, but just different sides of the optimism so, scale. Are you telling here what Derry Dell said about the seed? Um, yeah. Oh, Everything. Okay. I mean, he just. Well, he is. Uh, if no. the one talking, and he yeah. just he starts saying it. Truth. Like, I guess <laughs> if he starts saying it. I mean, if she knows anything, then she can help us figure this out. Maybe don't say it that specifically you said it was me. I can leave that. Leave there that. is a seed. seed. <laughs> she referred to something as a seed, the oh, innermost block. can't say the X name. I don't even remember the his name. X name. Don't say the X name. I say the X name. No, but you don't know it. <laughs> I certainly didn't know what to expect from sending the group you up to investigate that. From the stories we'd heard from the Fisher folk, you'd think there was some kind of... Entire graveyards worth of ghosts at work. A veritable light show worth of spirits haunting the shores. But what they saw was a single torch flickering out of a cave. Yeah. Now you understand the level of superstition I have to deal with, sorting through the rumors that come into the sleepless agency day in and day out. Well, it was an invisible mushroom. It does certainly seem like, by almost sheer coincidence, you did find something particularly interesting. This. Who was that from? That was from Lucetios. Just spell it phonetically, because I don't think I'm saying it right anyway. I know you have this same problem on malevolence. L-E-U-C-E-T-I-O-S. That's exactly it. Yep, that's that was exactly how it's spelled. So I'm going to say I'm probably doing it right then. At least I'm doing it phonetically. Anyway, he uh, she nods. Well, chance or otherwise, certainly found something interesting in there with this Derridella chick. Hadn't heard much about a halfling witch living out in the woods, praying pheasants to some kind of seed or whatever that is. That does kind of sound par for the course for druids, I suppose, but certainly no ordinary druid. Either way, you've done a good shake by me and did what I asked. And I made you a promise in return. I'd tell you what I knew. Now, I wouldn't hope to disappoint you here. I don't think it's going to be quite the story you're all hoping for, but I'll fill you in as well as I can. You... Well, as you probably know by this point, certainly worked for the Count up in Iris Manor. You had, well, a wide array of interactions with the townsfolk. There was a group of you that I thought was rather interesting suspects. With a wide variety of once suspicions, now confirmed antics, thanks to your confession, MD. One of many we've been looking into. Life at Thrushmore and the seat of power for the county hasn't really been fantastic for anyone. Uh, Hasserton Lowell's the fourth has always been aloof at best with laws. Whatever personal interests and flights of fancy he'd found recently always came first for him. I imagine something similar is why he's simply fled the coop now, taken off to pursue some insane venture, some vestige of fame as a scientist, researcher, theoretician. Who can know what he goes after? But all of you, more or less, worked as his extended arm. I don't have a lot of specifics of what exactly you all did. I know the most about you. Twopenny, Easy, Martin, a man of many names. Much yeah. more of a public figure than the rest of these folk. And the least about you, I'm afraid. As she uh, fixes her gaze on Cammy. Because I don't think you really left Iris Hill much for anything. Whatever you were doing up there, 
I couldn't say. You two, looking across a empty and tray, I imagine did much what you'd expect given your general inclination to violence and, well, an obvious build. You went where you needed to. Two of you, two of you were enforcers. Anything the Count had issues with, anything a Seneschal had issues with, you two were always on the forefront of that. Even when it came to my own investigations, trying to suss out what was going on with the town. And I think a lot of these problems we've presented are more related than they may at first appear. Did you just tell her about your walk to Daredellis, your time with Daredellis Cave? You don't tell her about anything else that happened yesterday that you'd found? Um, you just told her about what you went out to do, or... Um, That's a good question. Yeah, I'll mention like, hey, <laughs> you uh, some stuff. I'm like, I'm actually, I'm actually asking less about the Reesey stuff and more about your uh, adventure. Oh, with, with the strange the, old woman with the, the woman street. that also has a veil. She has a veil. There's a different kind. Yeah, they're very different kinds of veils. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I saw this lady with a veil. She was like 70 years old, and she had like a tentacle arm. Not the first to have seen the ghost in Amira Laos. Amir many reports I've come in, but one of the first verifiable ones. Or Namira Laos? Namira. Namira Laos, the Count's mother. Oh. Did she, like, die some years ago? Is this like, she's been dead for 40 years kind of thing? <laughs> I've been dead for pretty close to a decade, I believe. Oh. Or at least, well, missing. But, well, the Hazerton Lowell's estate is a very closed one. For... I'd like to imagine relatively obvious reasons, given the leanings of the Count and the things he's got his fingers into. He doesn't let a lot of information leak public. N Namira was never much of a public figure in the first place. Even, well, when she was the Countess, married to Hazerton Lowes III. Never heard much about her, and then, about ten years back, never saw anything from her again. Couldn't tell you if she was alive or dead, other than the reports of seeing her specter walking through the streets that we've gotten a few times now from townsfolk brave enough to walk out after sundown. I had that one chalked up to wild rumor, like so many others, but the fact that you encounter it and, well, seem to be faces I can trust is interesting. It's the first I'll put some real stock in it. Yeah. Hey, have you seen Melison? I was going to ask you the same thing. Hmm. She wants us dead. A lady named Melison Kokoro is the seneschal of Count Laos IV. Uh, she handled the day-to-day, -day, the coming and goings of the county and the town. The taxes, the forms, the licensing. Simple clerical things, but obviously I've long suspected she does a whole lot more than just that. What do you know about her? Um, she wants us dead. She does a bunch of weird rituals. I don't know, Kami knows. Well, I was trying to get a hold of her again because she was talking to me because she remembered uh, me and some stuff that I did. Um, and then she, uh, she has magical abilities, if you didn't know that. I mean, that's for certain. Lady's always had a strange fascination with the occult, and I do know that your answer is flightingly vague. What are you dancing around? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, which part uh, wasn't clear to you? Have you met with Melison personally in the last couple days recently about anything in particular? What little I know of you, Cammy, I believe is what you were going by now, is that the two of you were fairly close. Didn't we meet her outside the doors to the this building? Did you not see her? Of course, I have. But if she met with you separately, well, that's interesting. 
she saw us when we were leaving here the first the first time, and then we got like lunch tea later. And that was all there was to it. Yes. Well, she talked in my head, um, but I haven't been able to get her to do that again. Somebody's gonna need to give me a deception check here. <laughs> it's <laughs> not a lie. <laughs> it's it's a lie you. of omission, is all we would call that. <laughs> when else did I see her? <laughs> Well, um, you left out all of the details. Yeah, like you left out well, literally well, the memory thing. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not ratting myself. <laughs> That's empty. So that'll be a uh, fifteen. This is deception. Unless somebody is assisting. I mean, if it doesn't need to be you specifically, the whole party's Excellent. here participating. So, like, he can he can get that. With the I mean, if someone else wants to roll it, because I've been rolling. Lady Rance looks. I mean, I'm just. I'm not going to pry if you're not going to be forthcoming. Again, wait, we have little just... reason to trust each other. I understand that. We've spent, well, most of our time in Thrustmore very much at odds. But if you're interested in following up with her, I don't know of a place you can necessarily find her, meet with her, but I do know of a place she's been frequenting a lot recently. And one that's brought me some reason to follow up with an investigation. The old chapel of Phrasma, up on the northeast side of town. That's not the one that Winter and all those folks moved into. No, that's new chapel. Oh. The old chapel. <laughs> okay, old chapel, new chapel. The old chapel's been a fair bit of disrepair. A few of the rooms came down, the roof collapsed in a couple, well, quite a few years back now, I suppose. It feels like damn near yesterday, when that building was still, well, the main source of worship in the town. Well, the roof came in. I suppose many of the priests and the monks have been looking for a reason to well, upgrade their status, so as it is. Worship of Phrasma, but throughout Thrushmore, had been growing at a pretty impressive rate. Rather than fix the thing, they sold off, uh, they well abandoned more than sold off. I don't know if anybody changed hands for that. Bought the new plot of land and built the new chapel up entirely from the ground. It used to just be entirely the town cemetery out there. It wasn't even near to the old chapel, but they wanted to be closer. Something about a uh, closer feasance to Phrasma to build the chapel on the site there. Part of their warships. Also makes a lot of their service, services easier. They did always provide for the funerals and the burials. But the old chapel's been abandoned for, well, well over a decade, and... Near nobody but the occasional squatters pass through, taking up some space. But recently, I've got reports that Melisin herself, as well as a couple of the other figures up from Iris Hill, have been making their way to and from. Not frequently, but something's certainly going on over there. It's at least worth looking into. Fact of the matter is, I don't know what. I've got no further information than that. In fact, the sources I have aren't even entirely verifiable. But if you're after Melisin, could be worth investigating. Maybe you learned something. Maybe we both do. Yeah. Another off-topic question. Do you happen to have any leads on whoever's doing all the nice murals around town? Obviously, one of the bigger complaints that we've been getting since the time they've started appearing. I'm afraid I don't really have a lead for that any more than you. They show up almost exclusively in the night, but not one, not one single witness to any of them being put up. I've seen a couple of the frescoes myself. They're quite detailed. It would take some time to scroll across the walls. Oh, yeah, one appeared right outside the house we're staying, staying in. And he was up all night. That's certainly interesting. Something like that occurring without a single witness is an oddity in and of itself. <clears throat> Just by sheer chance and the number of these murals that have been appearing, and unlike the sightings of Lady Lowell's, these are something that can easily be second-checked, not a single soul has ever seen them appear. Ever seen them be drawn? Clearly to something more at sorts. I can immediately rule out a traditional artist. The amount of time, the amount of noise it would take, someone would have spotted them by now. The question then is what exactly is causing them, and the further why. I'm getting really tired of ghost stories. 
Fortunately, Crestmore's got plenty of them these days. So now we've got the old chapel, guardhouse, Iris Hill, the monoliths. What else was there? If you're looking for a great list of mysteries, I've got a dozen and more rumors that have come in from all the townsfolk of all sorts of things. I think someone mentioned something about people disappearing in the streets. Oh, the kidnappings have certainly... I mean, disappearance has very much been happening. A fairly impressive number of people have gone missing over the last few weeks. Far more than should be for a town of this size. I'm just trying to keep a running tally of things we're looking into. Well, right now... I told you it wasn't going to be much information. I told you I didn't have a lot about the group of you. Count Lyle's the fourth is a very private man. And perhaps by extension, perhaps by your own natures, you were much the same. Uh, make no mistake, I attempted to investigate a lot of you numerous times. Along with Mellison, along with that uh, green-eyed girl that showed up in the manor a few years back. Uh, Miss Nargon, I believe her name was. Yeah, let me mm. see how that ended up for someone. What'll we yeah. can find? But, if there's any questions you have... I can do my best to try to answer them. So at least I owe you for doing me a good turn. So what do you think the deal is with the Stellar? Like... Well, they've been in the city for longer than the city's been here. Those stones are old relics from... I don't even think old Thrushmore. Though, I'm no historian. I don't have real verified roots of what they are. They're clearly magical and they clearly mean something. What their purpose and their function is, no one's really ever unraveled as far as I know. Right. Those sigils on their faces, those mm. runes, uh, they certainly look more like language than magic script of a scroll, but it's a language no one's ever been able to divine if it is one. Whatever meanings across the faces of those things, who could know? They've been an oddity, a point of interest for Thrushmore for years, and there's, well, half a dozen of them that I'm aware of. Oh, we have, uh, we haven't seen quite that many before. <laughs> well, there's one up on the hill by the Highmart and one on the hill by the Gibbets. Another one inside Iris Hill itself, in the Manor Grounds. And I know there's at least a fourth and a fifth out on Briarstone Isle, if those still stand. Oh. oh. We knew about one of them. Yeah, the one in, like, the northwest corner that... Yeah, that... That's true. Yeah. The ones on Briarstone Isle are a bit different than the rest. The fair, fair shake's smaller. Uh, I think those were always there as well, as far as we can tell. So, so there was the Highgarden one, the Iris Hill one... The and one out by the Gibbets. The Gibbets. Uh, on the West Island outside town. Uh, not too far from the fish market, really. Speaking of, I need to send Meg or Jocelyn or someone to investigate Glowing Jill. Got a few too many reports of something suspicious happening there for that to be something I just pass over entirely. Well, Glowing what? Glowing Jill. It's uh, the name of... It's, this is going to sound silly. Uh, I was about to say it's out-of-towners, but I don't know. Well, you've spent at least some years here, even if you don't remember it. It's a chandelier. It's the big crystal figure inside the main fish market hall. Some folk have been saying that, uh, well, something odd's been happening around it. Not a whole lot to go on, really, just strange feelings, mostly, but enough reports is at least sending an agent to look into. I wouldn't worry yourselves about it, though I wouldn't have worried about the ghost or physical body of Lady Lowell's until you'd come and told me about it today, either. All right. Any more questions for the, the nice lady? No. I think we're good. Has there been any pattern or similarities in those people who have gone missing? Not that we can tell. It's been about everything. Adults, children, men, women, fisherfolk, dock workers. At night or any kind of time of day? 
It's impossible to tell, really. Missing persons reports are about the least reliable thing there is. People will say they had or hadn't seen their significant others, their children, their friends, their family for hours, for days, normal meetings, and, well, it's impossible to tell whether that's natural and what isn't, and what if it's even true or not. People tend to exaggerate. They tend to weave their own stories even when they don't mean to, even when they're trying to do the best. And few times does that come through more than when someone disappears entirely. Got a lot to get working Just on. Kind of make a quick glance at easy. Great. Look, in all fairness, I've got little else to offer you, really. I don't have much coin to pay you with or much goods to exchange with you. And I don't have any more information, really, to the group of you that would be pertinent or useful. But. Well, what do you know about Hatchetin Laos the Third? Count's father. Yeah, is he dead? Indeed, he, he is, yes. He passed 12, 15 years ago, maybe. Did he have, like, the same aspirations as this new one? You said this new one wants to be, like, an intellectual or a scientist and he's doing a bunch of stuff. Aspirations? Uh, Count's father was a very well-read and learned man. He published several treatises on various studies he'd put into, some on the Stella, some on just the surrounding environs. Uh, the Stella interested him just by proximity, but he was more of a nature-loving sort. Uh, his... Works, well, some would find them very boring. More about the flora, the fauna, the lay of the land, the area that the banks around Lake Incarthen, mm. the lake itself. The current counts, well, you give an arm and a leg just to be published in anything. Interesting. Not a particularly sharp man. Sometimes the apple falls quite far from the tree, then rolls down, it rolls down a hail into the ocean. Uh, he's stupid. I got that one. Yeah. Huh. We'd like to believe he's an intellectual. He's put most of his life into trying to get something, though his studies are, I'd, well, some would say pointless, and I'd be inclined to agree. Well, he's directly connected to what happened at the Briarstone Asylum. Really? Yeah, he brought the I whole... Need, I, you told me that he'd met with that Zandalus figure, but I... He supplied the book with the rituals in it. An interesting connection. And one I suppose I could see some fault in, but, well, knowing the Count as I do, I dare say he didn't even understand what he'd handed over. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> Men's dense, that's for sure. Well then, we have some errands to run, and we've taken plenty of your time as it is. I think we're out of questions. Well, for you, at least the people that you are now, my door is open if you think of any more. The Sleepless Agency is, well, as much as we can in these times, at your service. What you've already done for us is, well, help thrust more and more than you might know. Morale's very much a thing, and keeping the peace and keeping the calm, more importantly, is something a town very much needs right now. So, dealing with Mr. Nazmeth and dealing with those strange lights and those Fisher stories, that's something that'll help with that. And hopefully, given time, me and my boys can figure out some of the bigger problems. I wish there was more I could give you. I really do. You oh. certainly aren't the same folk I've been having to deal with for the years that I've been here. All right, then. Yep. Just, we'll just head out. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Of course. If find anything else, I'll be sure to tell you as soon as possible. As we're heading out, would it be possible for me to make a nuisance motive check on Lady Rent? Like, do I still think that she would rat us out? Kind of like before. 
with your paranoia, I still don't think you're gonna trust her. Okay. I um, I'm gonna say no. I don't think you could make another one. Mm -hmm. uh, if anything, this to you, it's almost like a, a a flip of a switch from how closed off and almost insulting she was before to now just like, oh yes, come in, we're all good friends. Mm -hmm. It's it doesn't sit right with you. But you head out of the sleepless agency to the town to your day's works. They would be, I imagine, largely localized in the high mart. You've got things to pick up, things to deal with, and most of them are relatively simple. So easy. Whatever we were up to in that memory we shared, of you supplying a name. Yeah. I guess they're continuing doing that, and they ran out of people people would miss. Hmm. Makes sense. They started nabbing whatever they could. So they're still sacrificing people. I don't know what they're doing with the people. I think that they're sacrificing. But probably. Them. We gotta visit that hill soon, eventually. I think we mm -hmm. do our errands. We come up with a plan. I think the old chapel is a good place mm -hmm. to visit next. Oh, if we're gonna do anything big, we should do it tomorrow. There's runes to move. And stuff to buy. There's other small things we can do today. Do we still want to take those mushrooms and look at the Stella? Kinda, yeah. You two can go have fun with that. Nice. I'll get business done. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> well, what is the cost of moving a rune? Uh, moving a rune is the cost of a rune stone, so it's like four gold. It's not much. Okay. It's it's pretty close to negligible. It's just the time to do it. Uh, you, you can attempt to move it yourself. I mean, that I, still I, costs the, that's the four gold. Well, you I roots, literally so can't because the armor is a plus five or a level five item that requires expert in crafting. Oh, uh, so the armor, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, oh yeah, the armor mm -hmm. in from that. Uh, I also want to move red destiny over, but I can do that myself. Fair enough. Uh, you would be able to easily find like an apprentice wizard uh, that could, or, or even a smith that isn't Bang Bang, that can, <laughs> or you could go back to Bang Bang. That could, I want to go, yeah, go, 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 go back to Bang Bang. Go back to Bang Bang. Go back to Bang Bang. I'm gonna. He's the, the most trustworthy blacksmith I know. You would kind of. <laughs> are you sticking together, or you get the high martin kind of just like spread out to do your various errands for the day? To the wind. To the winds. Yeah, like you yeah. got your thing. You got something else. I go pick um, up my club. You're gonna yeah. go get your club. We'll talk to Marley. You're gonna go get your violin back. You're Dragging gonna go stare me. into the void that is well, the Stella no, of the no, park. No, no. Yeah, open line be becomes to you. <laughs> Love that. So wait on the mushrooms, but like I don't know. Do you going into high mart at all? Um, I guess I I don't want to go alone. Um, That's but, fair. <laughs> so I'll, That's I'll, fair. It's the buddy yeah. system. I'll, I'll tag along. I'll she can't assassinate I'll, both I'll go of you. window shopping. I don't know what I need to shop for. Who are you following? I MD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not awesome. even a question. That, that was a dumb question. I'm sorry. I asked it. <laughs> Also, what about you, Marius? I'll probably just follow as well and window shop. <laughs> so I can't really the, think of anything I need right now. now. Also buying a couple of potions, too. Potions Certainly possible. <laughs> there would be some apothecaries throughout the High Mart uh, that would be able to sell you a assortment of simple elixirs uh, or potions as well. Common, like, level four and lower easily accessible. No problem. As you were poking through some things... You're arranging your own moving. You're grabbing your violin back. We'll get to you in a second. The three of you bump into somebody here in the High Mart up at the Alchemy uh, at a fairly intricate little 
stand where a pair of large freestanding stills about as, stall, about as tall as MD is constantly just kind of bubble and clank with new concoctions. And the shelves are kept full with simple tinctures and oils. You would hear a, for two of you, well, I guess for all of you, you all met her briefly, a familiar voice. Oh, Edelman. And uh, turning around, you would just see a smile on Mellison's face. No! <laughs> showing up here in the high mart, dressed almost identically to how she was before. That diadem still just set in her forehead. No dagger in her hand or anything. <laughs> A sword <laughs> up raised overhead. Okay. She somehow... She doesn't appear to have any weapons, which is uh, not odd, but like it's not uncommon for even just regular peasants and farmers to carry like a knife or a sword or something. She doesn't have anything that you can see. She's it's like probably the minority of people that don't have any kind of a weapon that's like visible on them or even a knife at their belt. I guess the saying holds true. Speak a devil's name and it shall appear in front of you. I thought I'd felt a tingling on the back of my neck, and now I know why. Mm-hmm. Well, pleasure meeting all of you here. Yeah, I've been looking for you. Have you uh, made any progress? Well, I... She would... sees your face and just kind of... Is something wrong? I just uh, wasn't able to get a hold of you. I kind of... I do apologize. I find myself frequently very busy with the county affairs, especially in the absence of the count himself. Um, there's a lot of distrust do you want to in this speak space. Privately for a moment. I kind of look over at MD. I'm like, uh, how private? You have to go far, just a quiet corner in the back of the market, perhaps. Like, what number of people would mean private to you? I was hoping to speak with just you. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> Ignore him. <laughs> I'm not even there. <laughs> if, if if it's trouble, then please forgive me. No, no, ask, that's but... okay. <laughs> <laughs> I stare like wide-eyed at empty. You will. They won't. Melison doesn't lead. It'll be like out of sight of you guys or anything. She just moves uh, a bit, sort of around the stalls to a little bit of a quieter place near the the edge of the market. Um, where there are some benches and seats just kind of around the outside here. And she just walks over and takes a seat on one of these outer benches. Again, still very much in the clear view of you two. Um, and just kind of sits. And I... Have I done something wrong? Um, uh... Listen, uh... So I kind of hear through the grapevine that maybe we're not as cool as you're letting on. Did you speak with Reese? I didn't, but... It'll may I... Well, I suppose I do certainly owe you an apology, but I... I don't know what you've heard, so let me just be forthright with you. I I simply I don't I don't know what to do with you you or your friends that have come back all of you with lost for your minds your memories or anything with no recollection of who you are much less who we are or what we were doing I 
I'm sorry there wasn't more that I could do to help unlock some of that for you. I've had an, I an idea, but I imagine you probably won't be willing to hear it now. And that's more than fair. But I don't mean any harm. I don't mean anything negative towards other people. I just... I, I don't know how much I can well, trust any of you. I want to, believe me, but you're... I mean, you hardly hate me, are you? I think that that's yet to be proven. And perhaps it's unfair of me to make such rash judgments. Let me... How can I make this right? You could answer some questions for me, and then I want to go to Oniris Hope. That's fair. Ask away, then. Why would killing me help anything? What? Yeah. Where is this coming from? That's what... <laughs> <laughs> I have no intention of any such thing. No, what do you mean? No, 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 no. Where... Well, Reese said that. Well, Easy said the Reese <laughs> said that you and her thought that if killing me might might fix it. There's my. There's no, me. No, no, you grossly misunderstand. If this is an idea that Reese has floated, it is hers and hers alone. My idea was the yellow sign. I sent that horrible thing out with Reese to the warehouse, hoping that it would help Easy, you call him? Martin. Remember something, that it might unlock some connection to what he knew of what was happening here. That, that the power that I attempted to wield to unlock your memories wasn't strong enough, but his is different, sure, but far stronger. I'd hoped that maybe he may have been able to open something up for him. To my understanding, Reese, Reese wanted to give him back his violin, but didn't have much confidence that would work and wanted something stronger. That was my idea. There was... I had nothing to do with any plans to kill you, Edelmay. I... Look. Reese is struggling with this, okay? She truly loves Martin. The Martin that was. And I know you don't remember, but after everything that happened, she blames you for all of this. What did I do? I wish I could help you remember. You could tell me. <laughs> what did I do? Truth be told, I don't even know it was your fault directly or even at all, but your... Your adaptations, your modifications, changes to the ritual that we made, they had strange consequences, adverse effects. It, it didn't help. It didn't make it work. It just created side effects. I don't know if she thinks that all of what's happened to you is a part of that, and by the gods, I don't even know if it is, but I'll talk to her. 
I... I... I don't think she means it. She she can't have. She was as much... Well, maybe not as much your friend as, as Martin's, but... As anyone else. As much your friend as mine. I don't think I believe you. Well, then I don't know what to say. I'd like to. You seem to be the only person here who remembers me. As I mentioned before, I I do have an idea. Maybe it'll help. Maybe if nothing else, it'll help you trust me. Okay. I tried to open your mind, and that pushed back against me violently. It was far more potent than I had been expecting it to be. But I could try the inverse. I could put a little bit of my mind in yours. I'm not looking to get kicked out of my own head. <laughs> Nothing quite so severe, I assure you, but I would understand. It's not a matter of force. I... I want, I want to fix you, I imagine, as badly as Reese wants to fix Martin. I, I want to put this back how it was, but I won't force it. If you don't trust me, that's understandable. Unfortunate, but understandable. Do we have to be alone? Well, I suppose not. Okay, that's fine then. I'm gonna <laughs> wave over. Beck and call. And Nelson will just kind of look up to you two as you come over and she'll just nod. Frick. I don't believe we've been introduced. Nelson Kokoro. Lawrence, nice to meet you. Do you know much of their um, situation? A, a little bit. I only met them a few days ago. They helped me out, so I owe them a few favors. Six days, like, not even a week. I'm, well, to put things brief and plain, I'm a psychic, a mind reader. Uh, the magic I possess is purely mental and focused on the ego and the inner thoughts. I tried to help Edelmay here to unlock some of her latent memories that I believe are still sealed away inside her head somewhere and did not find much success. So I had hoped maybe to use our previous closeness to unlock them by putting a bit of myself into her. She's skeptical, understandably. And you know, rigors and specifics of this magic would take years to properly explain. And I wouldn't understand a word of it. Basically, what I want to do is to plant a seed. It will be small and it will be simple and something that will be up to you to reach out to, to nourish if you want. And maybe, given time, maybe it can help. But again, this is your decision. I'm game. All right. <clears throat> and she just kind of adjusts herself on the bench, holds herself more upright, and closes her eyes. I'm gonna look at easy and see if you 
Or Indeed. F8. <laughs> you, you okay with this? It's her decision. I'm going to sit down on the bench next to Cammy. Are you sitting on the bench or are you just kind of standing there? I was assuming she was sitting. <laughs> I thought you were just standing kind of stand- on the. You're bench. standing. You're at like eye yeah, level. I was assuming she was probably. sitting. <laughs> I assume you have a nice long conversation. You sit down like a normal person. Step uh, a little closer. And she'll hold up a hand and kind of spread two fingers and a thumb, almost into a triangle. And if you step up, just reach out and plant the thumb right, kind of like between your eyebrows, the two fingers up on your temples, almost up at the hairline. Just gently. And close your eyes. There's no incantation with this. There's no visible effect. There's no manifestation like there would be for traditional magic. What you do feel, both of you, is an emotional effect. You can tell something happened. You feel a strange, almost like lightheaded joy pass through your mind for a moment. An emotion that is certainly not yours. And you feel a small presence. It's not a consciousness. It's not influencing you. It's doesn't have any power that you can feel but it's there almost a feeling just like being watched but a little stronger a little more solid like there is just something with you and she pulls her hand back nothing does part of me is yours now will help I can't know but at least I tried what what do I do with this (laughs) I don't need to worry about it much I'm hoping that over time you will connect with it don't push it away but you need not open yourself wholly to it either it should become comfortable mundane even uh, until it feels right. Until it feels as much a part of you as it was a part of me. And maybe then we can start to open something. Okay. <laughs> so you're just going to see whatever I'm doing now? or No, this, this isn't linked like that. I can't see through your eyes or hear what you hear. It's not a passenger. I haven't committed my senses to you. That would be overwhelming. Scrutinizing everything. (laughs) You can make me a regular sense motive check. It's not because of paranoia, but just because of (laughs) justified paranoia. I would like to help. You got a 19 on the die for a 29. You got your opinion here. That's fair. You, um, (laughs) as you look at Melison here with what she's done, she does. You can tell that there's a little bit of skepticism in her, too. Mellison doesn't know that this will work. What's your total? 29. 29? She doesn't know that this will work. She's not completely confident in whatever it is that she has done. She is clearly very, very strongly hoping that this will do something. It is impossible to tell if that something is what she says, 
but she wants this to work more than anyone. So do how do I nurture the seed? It's going to feel odd for some time. Just bear with it and just try not to push it away. I won't take any more of your time. Uh, well, I... I, I need to speak with Reese, it seems. And uh, she rises up from the belt. Pleasure to meet you, Lawrence. How do I get in contact with you? I'll find you. I, that's not what I asked. If this works, that should become obvious. And uh, she leaves. Oh, uh, Kimmy kind of slumps down on the bench a little bit, arms crossed. She is so frustrating. <laughs> you probably need to pick better friends. Yeah, probably. This thing feels weird. I don't know. <laughs> regretting your decision. It is certainly odd at first. It's just a permanent feeling like you're being watched. Like it is it is uncomfortable. Good it's, thing you're not paranoid or anything. Yeah, oh, good thing yeah. you don't have <laughs> inbuilt she paranoia from She already had that feeling she was being watched. It's way worse now. Um Is it possible to read aura on whatever's happening to me? <laughs> read aura, your brainworm. <laughs> is that a thing? There's nothing you can you would, if you really try to like reach out to your own mind. That's, yes, exactly what I would like to I do. I mean, I feel like it'd be exactly just what you expect it to be. Like very faintly, you can detect the slightest little aura of <laughs> enchantment, which would be like pretty much any mental Aww. connection like this. So it's trying to identify it is something that would be like almost impossible, which is how faintly you could even pick up on it. It's almost. inside. <laughs> Natural Nat 20s. Roll a d20. If you roll a 20. Literally, if you roll a 20. We'll talk. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you have re-rolls. <laughs> <laughs> it's an 18. You What's can... your total? With with what added? Do you want to re-roll that, or do you want to tell me the total? What's, what's, what's added? What am I adding? What am I adding? What am I adding? I have a DC right here. It would be your occultism. It's not I mean, gonna get better than that. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Okay, so then that is thirty-one. Yes! Somebody in the background is choking. What? Mellison has put in you. Where's my pen? <laughs> is a seed of a spell. This is basically like a small little psychic trigger that she is pretty much precast and can activate later at will. Fireball. It is dominate person. <gasps> it is a total mind control spell. Oh, she's dead. Oh. oh she's dead. Oh, How do we no, get that out of that's your head? Really bad. That is in you now. You have this trigger in your mind. <laughs> no, at what? any point, Mellison 
can snap her fingers and take control. Tell us about that, right? Uh, so, uh, we got bad news. Uh, she- <laughs> oh no! Um, she put- <laughs> I kind of put my- like, as if I'm gonna cover its ears. Like, she put a mind control spell on me. It's dominate person, is what it's called. You it's really need to pick better friends. I'm sorry! <laughs> and everybody's worrying about me losing control. How long- how long does dominate person last the for? The spell hasn't been cast. Uh, when it so... happens. Oh, a bit. It's not a super long-term effect. Um, I think it's a minute. Can um, you? It might be ten minutes. You could do a lot of damage in a minute, though. Can you get well, rid I of it? Can I get... God, can I get rid of it? <laughs> um, how do you get rid of it? <laughs> Alright, cool. Oh, come on! <laughs> I mean, the only thing you can... Oh, this no. is a type of magic you're not super familiar with. Psychic magic works very differently from traditional magic. The only thing you could think of is you could attempt to dispel it, but this effect is is potent. This is like, it is it is a high level effect. Dominate person is a sixth level Ooh. spell. Oh. We need a level up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can, we, can we get level, level six like right now? Um, it won't help with six that. Six level spell, not a six level person. Yeah, 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 it won't help with that, but I just want level six. But we just have to roll a d20. <laughs> roll a 20 on the... If we get three wheels right now. You are immune to any and all dominate person spells as long as you roll 20s. <laughs> all right. Um, the only thing you can think of, you could attempt to dispel it, but this little seed is potent, and that's going to be tough. Knowing it's there, it's half if the and when it triggers, you would get it a save. So you would get a chance to fight back against it if you wanted to. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> screaming. She could kill me. She could kill me like that. Hey, remember how you were talking about how you've never had a character die? <laughs> and now you just willingly gave up your character's life to an NPC. Right. Um, well, <laughs> come on, I'm going to go back to sleep. So you see. <laughs> yeah, it's time to go to bed. Good night. Um, Meanwhile, I need to go to the doctor. Marley. Over here. Oh, gosh. Marley has my violin. Easy is heading to the violin guy he to have a, a, much, a much better time <laughs> what's happening God, over here. <laughs> I brought, I, I have way too many instruments that. at this point because I brought the fiddle to return. Uh-huh. And then the one that Reese got me, you the original. Two fiddles. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm gonna have You're gonna get a third fiddle. <laughs> and an exchange one. It had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were called two penny. The fiddles reproduced by budding. <laughs> three fiddle. Yeah, two penny to three fiddle. That's an upgrade. That's <laughs> character development, is what it is. One in each hand plays one with its feet. <laughs> you head back up to the guy who, uh, as soon as he even sees you approaching to the high, mark, uh, high market, turns around. And opens up, uh, pulls out a key from his waist, and opens like a locked strong box Ooh. that he's got, and takes out like a velvet lined bundle, Ooh. and puts it onto the counter. It looks to you, and slowly starts unfolding this from your original violin. I don't, I don't know what to tell you about this. This is, this is incredible. This is, yeah, my, my grandmother is incredible. It's. <laughs> She certainly is. Uh, I is she? She passed away. I'm sorry. What I wouldn't give to speak with her about how, where this came from, or the origin. So, 
I took a look across this thing. I, the way it's put together, the way it's engineered, uh, the acoustics of the body here, the way that the sound resonates down through these carvings is is something I well, it's the same concept, but something I'd never really considered. Um, it amplifies it and enriches the sound in an incredible way, and that's not honestly even the the beginning of what's incredible about this thing. The keys up at the end, and he uh, reaches up to the little keys he used to tune the various strings. Mm -hmm. These, I hope that you and the gods above can forgive me. I I took the smallest little sliver from one of these, uh, just to an alchemist to um, see if he could confirm what I did, uh, what I suspected, and these. Uh, we don't even know what these are made of. Like these the aren't wood. They aren't metal. They're something strange. They're a, 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 just the slightest bit pliable. They're they're smooth. They're yeah, the modern day. I, I think I have a like an earth, a material that I've <laughs> never come across before, and and neither had he. And the same with these inner supports where the keys turn, where they fit within the neck of the thing. They're they're well, they're they're like a rubber, but softened somehow. It's Hmm. The, the thing is amazing. Yeah, whatever the coating is across the wood of this, this this lacquer is unlike anything I've ever seen. She was well traveled. She must have been. The lacquer's not lacking. This, this is like a new, uh, something akin to a Numerian ar artifact, my friend, and I will thank you for the rest of my days for allowing me an evening to look it across. Uh, and uh, he very gingerly picks it back up and hands it back over to you. You keep that safe. That. That is an incredible work of art. I will. And here is your fiddle back. Ah, thank you. Served me well. Yeah. Although people didn't really like it. I don't know. I some bad Compared luck. to that thing, I, <laughs> I don't doubt it. I've always taken great pride in my work. I thought I've carved very impressive pieces, but I've never felt so uh, self-conscious, so skeptical, so fraudulent as, as looking across this incredible mm. thing. I've never seen anything like it. Well, I hope it inspires. I very much did, my friend. Thank you a thousand times. Thank no, you. No worries, Marley. Marley, I also have this other one. This is like um, something that I kind of been working on. Mm -hmm. this is, and I'll give him the original, the my original one that Reese gave me. I mean, how do you feel about this one? Just general. Um, what are you looking for exactly? It seems to be in fine condition. It's it's not one of mine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's decent. Functional enough. It's a fine fiddle. Cool. Are you looking for an appraisal? Or? Yeah, I just wanted to like, I'm not trying to sell it. I just want to know how much it's worth. I mean, it's fairly well made. Probably a few gold pieces. I'd say three, cool. maybe I mean, four. If, uh, everything really pairs, pales in comparison compared to the other one. Well, uh, so that's certainly a true fact for mm -hmm. sure. But I, this is, I mean, it's fine enough, but it's a, it's a fairly standard, well-made violin. Yeah, yeah, it's my trusty one before. I, uh, you know, came out past and the old stuff, you. and she, you know, gave you it to me in the will. Come across the most incredible breadth assortment of these instruments I've ever seen. Yeah, well. I wouldn't know. even bother carrying that thing if I had something like, well, yours in my hands. Well, I'd give up the craft entirely. <laughs> Just learn to play the damn thing. And focus on that aspect of thing. You, um... You should hear me play at the stain sometime. Maybe I should. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> maybe I should. <laughs> well, pleasure doing business with you. Pleasure doing business with you. And, uh, you would have no difficulty finding someone who could oh, move no, the no, rooms. No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, what are you oh, doing? You're going Goblin. To bang, bang. You're going bang, to bang, bang. bang. You weren't getting away from this. You, you, as you guys kind of split up in Highmart, you leave. 
You leave Highmark, and you walk back down the road a little ways to Bang Bang Smithy, your old friend in humongous quotation marks. This goblin metallurgist. And walk up to the, as always, well, you know, you fixed his door. Yeah, door's it's fixed. not stuck. His, you fixed his door. His <laughs> money, like, had it on this side I'm of right, the table. He you, fixed. Right. You <laughs> fixed it. Like you made the crafting really check. Roll, yeah. You dwarfed it. Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> dwarf crafting. <laughs> it happened. Just I think that, was that, that may have been a natural I think you literally did. Because you said you just went up and like, you just went, I want to fix the door. And it was good. Like that, actually, just like that. Did you just drop a door? Yeah. Stop wasting them. Look Wait, I want to try. He said stop wasting. No, I got a three. You open the door, it opens, glides perfectly cleanly without a sound from its frame as you step back into Bang Bang Shop and you hear banging and banging coming from the back as this little goblin is up on what appears to be a smaller anvil next to his bigger anvil <laughs> with a pair of tongs that are far too big for him. He has to hold one end of the thing and the other against his shoulder to hold something down as he's just whacking away. Get moment! Bang, bang, busy! Me finish fast! And he looks at the door. No! You leave! <laughs> I'm just gonna hold up five gold coins. Bang, bang, have to think. And then I'm gonna hold up the rune. Okay, fine. And, uh, Pleasure doing business with you. Hey, you come back. There, there are other smiths in Thrushmore. Why do you have to bother Bang Bang? I like you. Last time you came to Bang Bang, demon ghost zombie woman come with you. Your blood's still in floor. It kind of nice. It do smell good. But customers no like. Think of it as a gift. I spent Fresh blood. two hours trying to lick it off. <laughs> and it's still stained. <laughs> That just sounds like a bonus for the evening. Only for me. <laughs> and now I'm paying you up front. You know what this look like. People come in bang bang and they look at this on floor and they leave. Because it looked bad. It just means you have more time to work for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you want? <laughs> I want this rune in this armor. Here's the money. I'll leave the armor with you and be back tomorrow. Fine. When you start wearing tiny armor, wear your big plate. Where is it? Why Bang Bang know where you you keep armor? Then we don't know where it is. You want more? Do you have the big armor? Bang Bang can make ya. Can make fit you. Yeah, here, hold on. And he, uh, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's really coming around. He, his money senses are tingling. But now there's, <laughs> mon there's money in front of he, him now. He totters around to decide, but there's a little rack with just a couple of sets of armor on little display stands that aren't like laid out where you can see them. They're just in a heap in the corner. And he picks up a couple of them and pulls them out and stands them up. Uh, and at the very bottom, on a stand that's like broken in half, is a set of steel full plates. Full, cuirass, greaves, everything. Uh, I can put holes in helmet. It will probably work. Maybe weird to get on. Keep the helmet. I've got one. Why you, you have helmet but no armor? I don't know why. Armor's gone. I still have the helmet. You don't, you don't <laughs> keep them together? No. Will you keep shoe in one drawer and other shoe in closet? <laughs> Why would there be shoes in my closet? I don't know. Why is your helmet not with your armor? 
Because someone else put it there. He goes to haul it up <laughs> off the floor and, and, and can't really pick it up, so he just kind of drags the whole display stand as it makes a grating, scratching noise across his wooden floor. I appreciate this noise. Out into the middle <laughs> of the room and just kind of drops it. Bang Bang can make fit. Bang Bang, bang, bang can use rune. <sighs> What's the price difference? I don't know, whatever it says in the core book. <laughs> it's 13 gold to 50 gold. Okay, fair, that many. <laughs> and, um... 37. Well, Probably. Bang, bang, not good at math. Oh, man. How about, <laughs> how about this? How about this instead, bang, bang? I'll take the uh, sturdy shield and put that on the counter. Not that good. It's magic. It's that big magic. And he, uh, he picks up a cat totters and looks at it. No, there's no rune. Entire shield in game. Shield's magic. You make this? You find this? Find. You know wizard friend? No. You pay difference. You keep that in the armor. I get the rune in the full plate. We trade. Bang Bang put rune in full plate and keep shield and not kick you out of Bang Bang Smithy. You owe Bang Bang for bloodstains and almost murder. Trade in 15 gold. You still get about 40. Haggling. Fine. <laughs> and, uh, he goes back behind the counter and starts rooting around. And he puts a couple of gold pieces up on the counter and then starts putting up a bunch of silvers. And then eventually just kind of like handfuls of copper. He does not seem to be very liquid at the moment. Oh, he's kind of fishing <laughs> to get it up there. But in the end, 15 gold pieces up on the counter. Right, give me rest of day. Rune's easy. Bang, bang, do fast. And then I'll go spend my time transferring the rune over from Red Destiny over to the Pokey Stick. Fair enough. Uh, place doesn't really matter where exactly you do it. Um, but you going back up to me with these guys because you I'll, got plans I'll, to sit in the park and do some just rooms, does it I think. Bang, does it in bang, I'll do bang it in Bang Bang Shop. Always... <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. That's what he wants. Yeah, he wants more of you in his life. <laughs> the rest of you come out of the high market uh, with your jobs done, your fancy violin back. Yeah, I'll probably buy some leather armor too. Fair enough. Not a bad idea. Something you could easily pick up on the way out. Yeah. We'll figure out the minutia of the money situation later. I don't mm -hmm. know what all this stuff costs off the top of my head. Uh, currently, I have 29 gold after that transaction. So Cool. That's money that we have to work with. Got I don't know what everyone else has. I have we, 29. I, I have it. We got a spreadsheet. We yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. We I, do it between I, shows. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> but you coming out with some uh, some nice leather armor, just kind of bundled up in a package that you can train, you can carry around easily. Uh, you having mostly just window shots, and you with a ticking time bomb in the back of your skull. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna window shop at possibly some weapon upgrades, but I have no idea how much those cost, so I'm just gonna window shop for now and maybe what are you, what are you looking for? Fair enough. Probably if you're looking a for level up on like the Do you have a striking bow. weapon? No, he doesn't. I don't think Then no. a striking rune is something you could certainly uh, easily acquire for Dur probably knows the amount of money off the top of his head. I believe if not, striking we can find runes it. are twenty five. I wanna say it's twenty five or thirty five. Uh, it's not super expensive. It's definitely something you would be able to afford um, just buying. Cause, and bows especially. You're, you're using bows. That would be like the premier type of weapon that Rushmore would have to stock for people hunting. And en enchanted bows with potency and striking runes are something that 
help people who suck a little bit worse at hunting still successfully hunt. Of all of the weapons in Thrushmore, that would be the premier one you could just find on the shelf. Just a plus one striking bow and do a similar thing and trade yours in and we could figure out the exact coin exchange of that later. But you could absolutely pick up a plus one striking bow if you wanted to. No okay, problem at all. Yeah, yeah. We'll Trey, about the actual money later. from Lil Levick for harassing the poor goblin. <laughs> it's not harassment. A hero point. Harassment implies yes, it's sir. a person. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Bang, bang, so You're well. a hobgoblin. <laughs> You're in the same uh, that boat. That makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> that little trash barrel needs to give me the armor. Trash barrel. <laughs> I don't. It, it, I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. You None of you were there. Hey, hey, <laughs> somebody bang on its foot. Oh, no. It opened its mouth and you put the trash in. I mean, they do eat trash. Do like that, it's it a does whole goblin yeah, that's, that's okay. a little trash can, little trash barrel. He's right. Galarian sweetheart. Daring attempt. The immediately yeah. says, "Can I have a refund?" <laughs> 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 the four of you meet back up the outside card. the market. What? The oh, card. Daring attempt. How hard could it be? It's the same thing a third time. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right. You with a new fancy bow, you with your violin bag, some shiny leather armor. I forgot what you got. The you Ghoul Bunker 9000, sir. The Ghoul Bunker 9000. You have a nuke in your head. And. <laughs> Tactical nuke detector. You come back together outside Highmark. The park mm. and the stone are right there. Did you share everything? Oh, yeah. Easy is the, one that the only one that doesn't know. Oh, yeah. Anyone? No, I totally And you catch do. Easy back up on the situation. So yeah, you your so girlfriend. So you narked. <laughs> huh? So you said that recently. Kind of I narked on. I'm sorry, your girlfriend. You told me your girlfriend was gonna kill me. What, what do you mean? Yeah, but you told more, the, you told the bad person about more it. More importantly, Cammy has a spell yeah. in yeah, her yeah, head yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's also I don't important. I'm gonna really care about Reese oh. and what happens to her at this point. Well, I haven't met her. <laughs> well, I, guess I don't even know what she looks like. We've met her before. I haven't met her. Listen, I get that you guys maxed or whatever, but she was okay, going to okay. try and kill it's me. Fine. Does that mean nothing? That's Easy. Do you have any idea how to deal with the bomb that's in her head? Uh, yeah, I could try my best. Is... <laughs> wow. Well. The power mm. of friendship. A natural 20s. Just got to get really lucky. But I could probably dig the spell out with my spear if you want me to. No, try. no. It yeah, sounds about as reliable as what he's going Not bad for. idea. If you attempt, what are what what could go wrong? Uh, the same exact situation we're in, where it's still a bomb. <laughs> so nothing gets worse. Nothing oh. gets worse. Can you try then? Yeah, you can try. <laughs> you, you can try. <laughs> and I'll take back. Head down, I'll do take it. back every mean thing I said about your girlfriend. <clears throat> well, that'd be nice. <laughs> So, what are you trying? I'm going to do the spell magic. What level is spell magic? All I got is three. That's fair enough. That is. So if we know that this is a six level effect, I have critical to crit. success yeah, on three the spell levels, magic right? is three levels. Like you need to use a third level to spell magic, and it has to crit. It's possible. Six level. It's, it's possible. possible. One twenty. There is twenty. Possible. Power the friendship. Okay. 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 Give me your cast. I got a one. <laughs> she explodes. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna right, roll a new character. I'm gonna do a search of magic. Right, gonna burn it. This is uh, all he had to do is crit, and he did. He did. <laughs> yeah, we had to be I more specific. Kind of I'm gonna thank you, Scott in South Dakota. We monkey pot it, boys. <laughs> Maybe we save Cammy's life. Just drop a twenty. Just drop a twenty. 
Oh, it's a 19. Oh, come it's on. So close. No, 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 a 19 so close to one. What's the total? But 19 plus what's one total? is 20. Total is, I add what, you add your, it's the same as your spell attack roll unless you have so something that applies. So one and then, so that's 30. 30 definitely does not critically succeed. Uh, okay. Well, I did my best. He puts this magic <laughs> in you. You try as hard as you can, but that's you can feel it still there. So, m mushrooms still, or is that I, probably not a good idea? I think that's going to be postponed. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not okay, doing so okay. Worst case, we have to deal with Cami and Marius. <laughs> the worst case is getting worse. Yeah, a lot of people are ticking time bomb. Don't you worry. If you stop being you, I will pick you up, put you in a basket, and put you back in the cabinet. Okay. Um, <laughs> We're not going to let you go on a rampage. Well, it's not going to be much of a rampage if I just, like, get myself. <laughs> hmm. Well, we'll tie you up too, right? Then. Just for safety. Um, <laughs> so you'll be—it'll be just like I'm, the asylum. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I really don't know what to do in this. Magic is not. We keep fighting, and we ignore it for now. Yeah, I feel like that's a bad idea. We can't do anything right now. We just tried. Yeah. Well, maybe we can ask for some help. Are there any like wizard stores? I'm going in to my market. See, I'm going right back. The only person I know who knows anything in this town. <laughs> is, and I have a favor to call in right now. And my door's open. If you guys ever need me, five minutes later. Hey, um. So about that. I'm very, about very about sick. That, I just had a bomb planted in my school. If it's not her, it's winter. Like those are the two people I trust the most in this yeah, town. That's yeah. fair. There's so many like yellow things going on in this town. There's some kind of yellow pages that we could like look up. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I hate you. Go home. You could certainly try to contract just some random wizard. Like there are plenty of mages that sell their abilities either for hire or they make scrolls or simple magical effects. The, best. Uh, the vast majority of enchanted items that pass through the world are not things you will find in the core rule book. They are extremely mundane and exceptionally simple. Like a blanket that keeps you a little bit warmer. Mm. A, yeah, more effective. The cauldron of soup that says it tastes good. A scythe that makes all of the wheat that it chops fall exactly in one direction into <laughs> bundles. Like they're nice. extremely mm. simple enchantments for life. And there are just wizards that do those kind of things and provide those kind of enchantments. Uh, shoes, they're just more comfy than they should be. Shoes it's, that never break. Shoes that never break. <laughs> mm. Enchanted self repair. Plus clothes. one souls. Like Was Dr. Joel a wizard? <laughs> there's clothes in the cool world like that are self repairing. <laughs> in one of the books. Really? Yeah, okay, just, well, yeah those just, two. like travel clothes that just repair themselves. But there are so many like extremely basic enchantments. There are a great number of random little wizards you could just try to contract and see if there's anything they could do for you. But you've also got Winter. You've got Lady Rats. Of the two, your conversation with Lady Rents imply that she is also not terribly magically cast the cat. Terran, she's not terribly magically the inclined. Wizard. But maybe she knows something. Winter is a fairly potent president cleric. But what is the issue? The nice right now. Just don't bring him. <laughs> I leave him outside. Tie him to a post. I mean, I, I can wander away for a bit. If you we can't wander this. away. You got. <laughs> you're under strict supervision, buddy. We could leave you at the sleeveless agency while we talk to Winter. We split up. 
Yeah. Right, Lady Rens, can you keep an eye on him? If he does anything particularly um, <laughs> devious to stab Leave him. him with the babysitter. Exactly. <laughs> and the four of you head down to New Chapel. <laughs> Sorry, <away>. Marcus. It's <laughs> <laughs> for the best. New Chapel's been pretty transformed since you came in here poking around trying to figure out what had happened when Marius had come here some nights back. Uh, the main worship hall of the building has had its pews all sort of shoved and stacked to the sides and replaced by bedrolls, dining tables, uh, simple sleeping and living areas that have been laid out in something like a more organized, better supplied facsimile of the chapel back in Briarstone Asylum. And indeed, so many of the same faces are here. Many that you would recognize from Zandalus's cult that had come across, and many that you would recognize as the patients that had been stuck in the asylum itself before everything fell apart that had been in the chapel sanctuary. Their lives are certainly better here. They have food. <laughs> they have warm blankets. They have not a siege of horrible demons trying to rip them in half. And no corn slop. And no corn slop. They get to eat real stuff. And finding like winter grass. in here, finding winter and explaining the situation is no difficulty. She uh, takes you back into a, an area behind the main area of worship, or what would have been part of the cloister where the uh, the priests themselves would live. Uh, the small will be a meeting room for them. She listens to your explanation of what's happening. Clearly obvious concern on her face. I... I... I don't know what to do. Honestly, I doubt my magics are stronger than Easy's. I, I could try a similar hand to attempt to simply remove it magically, but... And I, I will, certainly, but I'm... I'm un, very unfamiliar with this kind of magic. It's... I don't know I'll be able to help. I don't even know who could. Just try. Of course. I'll focus as well as I can. And she just kind of grips her holy symbol a little more tightly, scrunches up her face, and encants a spell. I expect a villain point on this. And she's going to do her best. I rolled an 18. It's so high, but it's not going to crit. <sighs> I expect a villain point. You said her best. 18 is her best. That's pretty good. That's not a 20. The 20's right next to it. I can see the 20. Exactly. You're so close. Just spin the, the villain point and roll it. You would it again away. feel a very uh. similar spell. Just try to pull. Wash across you at the end. That feeling is still there. It's the most potent magic that I can muster. Anything? No. I wouldn't even know where to send you. Accuser Omari. She was a far more powerful mage than I. She's a practiced wizard. She's not here. She isn't, but... I need someone here who can fix the problem now. This would be the domain of the high priest of this this very chapel, but they're gone as well. The, anyone that I could even think of in this town who could have helped is 
gone. Thrushmore's falling apart at the seams. That's not my concern. It means that all our avenues of aid are cut and dry. It means that we have nothing to fall back on. We have no priests. We, we don't even have a count. We have no one to ask. We could, we could ride for Caliphas, but... I don't know what would happen. And it would be days, weeks even. Would there be anything in the old chapel? Any old artifacts, relics, something? Uh, I haven't been up there. I don't know. I imagine most of their operation would have been moved here, but mm. my desperation is as desperation does. Why did that come to mind? Just think about other religious magic stuff. There's been people poking around in the old chapel. We don't know who and we don't know for why. But I guess that's our next best option. Same exact person that poked your brain. Hopefully I can find Omari. I went up to Fort Halicorce, but was rebuffed in short order. I spoke with uh, Sergeant Season. She's apparently the man-at-arms for the entire guard at the moment, and I'm certainly not willing to take visitors. I'm going to try again. I don't believe Amari is there, but it may be the most recent place she was. If this constable is willing to speak with me, perhaps I can find a lead to something. If we can find Omari, then, well... Maybe she can help. She will help. Oh. Until then, I... If you're gonna try again, go with us tomorrow. We're getting some magic dealt with today. Very well. Then I will meet with you tomorrow morning, then. I can give it another attempt, but I have little faith in my ability. I... I hope it's not too long a wait. I don't know what she intends, but did you you trusted her enough to plant this, didn't you? Um, did you tell her much of what Melissa told you, or are you just like, I have a bomb in my brain, help me? Oh, I just spilled it, yeah, okay. for sure. So Panic, vomit the information. <laughs> that's fair. If you trusted her enough to plant this in you, if... It's not impossible that it is well-meaning. I know it's hard to believe, but we've... It's extreme, but similar therapies have been used before. Even by my own cloister. I've never used them for something like this, but we used them for a... I was a soldier, a military veteran, who'd come back from the world wound. He'd seen terrible things and continued seeing them in his sleep. That same magic linked, well, our High Mother's mind with his and helped him to come to terms with it. Helped him to rationalize it. I've, I've seen it work. Uh, okay. Then, yeah, I guess let's just hope that it's that. I can try to remove it again tomorrow, but I doubt I'll have more success than today. I'll be here. Just taking away. Hmm. Thanks. I'm sorry for asking for so much of you. 
it truly does seem like for now as the day passes on and comes close to its close there's nothing you can find that'll help you all you really can do is return to your cottage and rest would you like me to roll that crafting check for the rune yeah you get the rune yeah. just so we don't forget fair that's fair you, I forgot you were doing the one yourself uh, I have rolled a, a strangely large amount of fours today, specifically Better fours. Better than ones. May the fours be with you. Um, I will use daring attempt to re-roll, which I believe that was from Lucidius. Is it just as a re-roll, or does daring attempt do something? Mm, it's just as a re-roll. Oh, okay. I was like a daring attempt to move my no, uh, stick. If I didn't have a clue what I was doing, daring attempt would be perfect. That's fair. There we go. Oh, uh, that's okay. a twenty-eight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's you're moving like a striking grid. That's like level three, two, three or four. It's not a high DC. Uh, that probably almost critically succeeds. So you would be fine. That would have yeah. moved across. Um, your hobgoblin long stabber is now extra enchanted. I'm gonna start calling it the kebab. <laughs> it's worked well as a kebab. Our weapon names are great. <laughs> you come back from winter, awaiting, assuming that. Marius would return as well from the sleepless agency. Yeah, we but pick him up, let him know what the plan you is. You head back to the sleepless agency, and he isn't there. Come uh, on, man. Be cool. You said you'd be cool. <laughs> Lady Rents says that he had waited some time, talked through some possibilities, nothing really came to fruition, and then he said he was leaving to meet back up with a group of you. Well, I know we should have paid for the upgraded babysitter. <laughs> you did a fine job. So once more, She's not a babysitter. Without your perfectly normal ghoul friend, who's certainly up to nothing that will have repercussions later. I'm Which sure he'll good. do. I'm sure he'll go save a kid. You have a, a missing ghoul. It's a good man. Becoming blinded once more by hunger. You have the mind control bomb in Cami, and there is nothing that any of you can do about it. I want to scream. You can do that. Don't you worry. It's not a real bomb. Oh, and that's no. like a will You're bomb. The bomb. <laughs> that's oh, no. That's where we end today's session. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's it. Never trust old friends. There's nothing left to try. When we return next week, when we come back to Strange Aeons, maybe there's a solution. Maybe we just have to keep on keeping on. We have some direction for things that Mellison seems to be involved in. Maybe there's some kind of answer or solution there. Maybe something happens before that. Regardless, between now and then, we actually have a lot more Pathfinder content coming, and we got the big ticket items on the UGT show this weekend. Come back tomorrow. The Sunday slot, 4 p.m. Eastern, where we're going to be premiering a brand new adventure. A whole new Pathfinder show through something you might have heard of before called Abomination Vaults. That is a, I believe, unique adventure in second edition in that it is the only AP at the moment that is a mega dungeon. Remember book one from Strange Aeons, how the entire book was this one asylum you're trying to survive in? Now extrapolate that 
to a whole adventure. Decimated, even. That sounds really fun, actually. It, it does sound super fun, fun, honestly. Yeah. I haven't read through Abomination Faults because I want to keep up with it, too. It's, <laughs> it is the single most popular adventure path that Paizo has ever released. Really? By really? a lot. By a ton. Abomination Vaults is a absolute fan favorite. So if you want to see the undeniably good take on that adventure, mm -hmm, that's good. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. I like that's that. That's cute. Yeah. It's still UGT. You like it? Yeah, Tomorrow yeah, afternoon, that episode one. The ground floor, the introductions of an entirely new party, a new setting, and a new adventure you're not going to want to miss. And then the day after that, Monday. You know it's Malevolence Day by now, surely. You know me and Sully trading places. <laughs> She's coming over here. I'm desperately just trying not to get murdered. It's okay. I take out my frustrations by putting a time bomb in her brain on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Monday. How's your stress level? How's your actual stress actual level? Bad. Should we roll a stress check for the bombs? The episode is over. <laughs> I think I think MD just gets like 15 stress immediately. Monday evening is a very special episode of Malevolence, possibly the most special of them all, because it is the finale. The bittersweet of it ending, but also it ending. Yes! The ending. And if you want to see how the adventure of the Numida family wraps up, you're going to want to be here. Twitch.tv slash UGT show Monday evening to catch that one live. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thanks for being here. For all of your support for the winter, please just walk away, wheel. <laughs> for the hero points, the blesses. And we are alive. And we are alive. For mm. now. Ugh. Stay safe. Stay sane. We'll see you next week.